Battlefields WrestleMania. very special episode we're happy you would join us we've got a lot of new listeners we actually have a new theme song made by our good buddy uh, dan burhans oh, love that dan he's so is sexy burhans so is that how you say that burhans yeah yeah burhans that, that amy is a that that no burhans that that okay. amy is a lucky woman he yeah they're sexy, a solid couple truck driving man <laughs> every time i'd stay with them i'd leave the room and i just share <laughs> yeah uh, i love you amy sorry i'm not trying to shame you i just think y'all are rad i love the fact that you guys love each other so much it gives it gives it gives someone like me hope <laughs> but also hope that that never happens because i just want to make comics and anyway don't 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 crush got, yourself uh, now man <laughs> don't don't crush it down now we've got a really great story today and we're gonna go over we're gonna talk about john oliver oh yeah from last week tonight let me jump in. We're gonna on talk that. about that first. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me say I watch a lot of John Oliver segments on YouTube. I don't have HBO, but he posts them on YouTube. And whatever you feel like about him, I mean, he is—he's pretty extraordinarily leftist. But simultaneously, that, that makes left. sense. That's where he comes from, having been a Daily Show guy, which got ultra left. While John Oliver was on it, it's even I think more difficult. It's just so ham-fisted left now with uh, Trevor Noah or whatever. I think that's his name. I've got to the point where I can't even watch it anymore. And I'm a pretty reasonable person. But, um, Agreed. Yeah, I got, Agreed. If you guys get the opportunity to check out Last Week Tonight on HBO, hosted by John Oliver, totally, totally uh, informative series, and it's funny. It's it's funny and it doesn't offend me in any way. I'm not all the way left. I'm not all the way right. I'm a logical human being that, but I'm not like some pussy that won't make up his mind that wants to toe the line. I just there's some things that are just logical, and he doesn't he doesn't offend me or or, or trigger me whatever people say it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, well we're... he did a he did an amazing bit on the WWE the other day that was completely uncalled for and not uncalled for. Like it wasn't appreciated. Where the hell did this come from? And it, like there had to have been some writer there that was like really big on WWE that was like, here, this is what's happening. WrestleMania is about to happen. I have some thoughts. And then whatever he said in a writer's group meeting, set everyone's ass on fire. This guy gave some points and you know, it was, it was point joke, point joke. It was perfectly balanced. But goddamn, did he make some good points? Every single one of them, he he put me on edge a few times. Like, you better not say the wrong damn thing right now, motherfucker, because I'm about to snap, you know, break my computer if you're about to say the wrong thing. But he didn't. He didn't. He 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 had great points, and he honored the WWE. He honored the wrestlers, 
And we have a long tirade about this. And then we're going to get into our WrestleMania predictions and talk about everything that's going on in New York and Jersey right now. Uh, for example, I don't know if you know this right now. Uh, you're familiar with my boy, Joy Ryan, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know what he's doing? Buying a slice of pizza on Fifth Avenue? What is he doing? Pro- probably. <laughs> um, he's doing his signings. You can touch it. $30 must be 18 Yeah, you did tell me about that. Yeah, you brought that up the other night on the phone. (laughs) Yeah, my my homegirl, the turnbuckle chick, she's there right now. She's been sending me some photos. She was uh, watching uh, uh, Phoenix and Pentagon last night. Like, she sent me some great photos. It was totally rad. She she was there, but uh, Joey Ryan's her guy, and Joey Ryan's my guy. I've got got the the U-Porn shirt in the same (laughs) font. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll get into our WrestleMania predictions after we go over uh, John Oliver's um, storyline. So let's just get into it. Yeah. i got to say that uh, I've got a lot of bullet points here. I watched it three times, uh, once the first time, and then twice to make sure I didn't miss anything and take notes. But it's not that I hated what he was talking about. It was like a, fl- uh, a flashlight in a New York City basement, and all of a sudden the rats and the roaches scatter. And But – the rats and the roaches scattered, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen and that what he was shining light on isn't true. Everything he said, from the best of my knowledge, was absolutely true, and it needed to be talked about. And when he, he started getting into it, it put me on edge. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, are you not entertained? You know, unfortunately, you know, there's this show does not have a guy exploding through a table and everything else that you're not watching uh, doesn't have a guy exploding through a table. You're you're watching the wrong thing. And he's, he's got that perfect cadence. He's got that high energy, but he's talking about legit things that are going on in WWE. Now, he immediately goes into Eddie Guerrero, which is the first part that made me like, motherfucker, you better you better toe the line. And China and King Kong Bundy and Rowdy Roddy Piper. And and then he's like, this is a real thing. The, he showed the graph of the WWE timeline of uh, what these people that are wrestlers are going to be outlived by the NFL players. And then they show the clip when uh, Roddy's like, I'm not going to make 65. He's right. He died at 61. He's like, there's, there's no there, – there's an entrance plan. But there's no exit plan, and they they the Eddie thing. You, you got to be real careful with me if you bring what, up Eddie. Why? Why? Are you, why? What's the deal? Tell us about. Eddie. I mean, not everybody knows what we're what we're talking about here. Tell us what the deal is with Eddie. We're, you mean okay? So Eddie Guerrero comes from a long lineage of lucha libres. Uh, his father, Chavo Guerrero, mm-hmm. uh, the guy's basically the bigger than Vince McMahon in Mexico. All of like half his family are all involved in wrestling. Chavo Guerrero Jr. is he was one of the uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. was one of the masterminds behind Lucha Underground and actually the uh, on-site um, talent coordinator uh, reference guy for Glow. Right, right. Uh huh. So if you guys and, and, have and seen by, that series, the, that's, the, the Netflix series, not yeah. the original one. Yeah. If you're watching the Netflix the ne- series, that's that's one thing. If you're watching the original series. You're, the, the whole Salty Balls character from the first uh, couple of episodes <laughs> is is the character that we're talking with, the real guy. I thought Salty Balls was John Morrison. I thought that was Salty the Sack Johnson. That's, that's John Morrison. That's Johnny Nitro. Okay, either uh, way. 
Johnny Blackcraft. He, uh, he was it's he a, only appeared in season two. He only appeared in season two at the end. It when in in season two, if you watched it, oh, when okay, right. He's the one that had the match with uh, what's her name? Machu Picchu. Uh, the, the hot. No, no, not Machu Picchu. No. I'm talking about season two. The 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 hot blonde chick. Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell. He's the one that had the match with Liberty Bell, and they slowed it down, and you could. They gave you that point of reference where you could hear their whispers. Okay, like hip check, like where where you got to see the the what the wrestlers were experiencing was mm-hmm. one of the best parts. That was parts amazing. Of it. Okay, yeah, that, so that was that was Chavo. All right, uh, Junior. Now, now Eddie Eddie died in in a hotel room uh, after years. Like he he'd been clean for a really long time. Basically, it was one of those things where his heart gave out. He, he he just was done. Like he'd been an alcoholic, pill pill abuser, steroids, you name it. Got cleaned up, got full, got fired from WB, cleaned up, came back in, had the most amazing run of his life. And if you guys want to understand my feelings to Chavo Guerrero, you need to Google the ten bell salute for uh, sorry not Chavo uh, for for Eddie for Eddie. Google the uh, on YouTube. Uh, the ten bell salute for Eddie. They brought his car out, and it, it'll it'll tear you to goddamn pieces because uh, Ray Ray is sobbing like like a kid that can't catch his breath, boogers and tears, can't catch his breath, and he's like he fell into the first person that was standing there, which was Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels is holding this poor adult man that is sobbing for his man. You see kids, you see girls, you see adult women, you see adult men crying their eyes out but but the worst part about it and just to put it in perspective is when they zoom in on chris benoit's face the look of pain and anguish on that man's face that another one of the brothers had fallen and you could when's it gonna happen to me when's it gonna happen to me it's gonna happen to me it's got like you can see it in his eyes that is perspective i want like uh vicky wasn't there obviously she was tending to family but uh, sorry to go in such a tirade about Eddie, but that's why I uh, no, Eddie it's important. It's all whatever part of what we're steel. talking about. Light cheat still his, his run with China. I mean, everything he did was just perfect. I mean, the guy could do a moonsault like a motherfucker, and he's from this dynasty. And they brought and John Oliver brings up. Sorry, uh, you know we're talking about John Oliver brings up Eddie, and then he goes into Rowdy, and then he goes into the timeline of of the lifespan of these. Don't, I'm sorry, don't forget is, Macho about, Man Randy Savage, because I've got a major point to talk about later that involves him. I'll tell you what, you stay with the emotions, and I'm going to try to keep this, like, <laughs> I'm going to try to keep this into, uh, uh, you know, uh, right. amateur journalism right. you, on our end. Wrangle me, okay? okay? Wrangle me. So, and then, and then they go, they go into the interview with Vince, and Vince is getting interviewed by a WWE guy. And I, I think that was one of those things that they like didn't realize he was getting interviewed by a guy that works for WWE. Oh, oh I didn't know that from that. That's fantastic. It was obviously a work. I mean, they've got the WWE logo in the back. I, there's no way you can't tell me that guy was not under the employ of WWE. Okay, we don't know and that for sure. You hadn't he, seen him do that before. Right, but but the fa- the fact that the, everything said WB everywhere told me this was WB produced, and the the it might have been one of those hard copy, hard edition, current affair type things. But the guy asked some hard hitting questions to uh, to Vince, but I don't believe that Vince would go off on a, a legit reporter as opposed to someone that was under his employ. And he brings up the death, and he's like. 
he brings up deaths and he's like, yeah, it happens. You're telling me that I'm responsible for this? Well, obviously they're under your employee. Um, there's two sides to this coin. Let's encapsulate hey. that a little bit real quick here. Uh, agreed, um, agreed. We, we the- basically started talking about this whole thing. You would have to have watched this 20 to 28 minute segment to know what we're talking about. I'm sorry if that's we're 11 minutes into this thing, 12 minutes, and I just want to make sure we're absolutely clear. If you haven't seen this, what we're getting at is there's this, you know, yeah, John Oliver's doing this bit on the WWE, and it's an informed bit. It is very informed about taking this business and saying that these wrestlers are dying too early. They have major health conditions that need care and that Vince McMahon is essentially um, responsible. Yeah. Ultimately responsible for this. The part of, part of the argument says that, you know, way back, I don't know when it, when, when did, when did this all coalesce under, this is the wrestling world was like Prussia before the Kaiser brought all of the Prussian States together and reined Correct. it in and then made made and, Germany but, into one country. There was Mid-South Wrestling. There was Florida. Whatever. There are all these different regions. And the McMahons basically... Territories. Yeah. Territories. Excellent terminology. They, That's the reality of it. They, 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 they monopolized it. That's where we are it now. Happened in, it happened in 81 when the old man bought the company from his old man. Right. Most people don't know this, but but Vince was actually the bastard son of Vince McMahon Sr. Uh-huh. He, he lived with an abusive stepfather in a trailer park and didn't meet his dad until like really later on and then established a relationship with him. He was obviously in wrestling. The guy was a scrapper. The guy was a fighter. And when he met his dad, he, you know, he got – you know they 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 made amends. They he put him under his employee. Vince was actually a commentator in the early early days of the WWF. I remember that. And what happened was is Vince had an idea for some wild idea to do something called WrestleMania. And he was already convincing his dad to scoop up these big names like Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and Macho Man and Rowdy Roddy Piper. From that were being lent to the Connecticut company. Make no mistake, it was a Connecticut company uh, running out of New York and Jersey. And I want to buy the company. I can do it better. The, the old man's old man was done with doing it. He's like, I can buy the company from you, but I have an idea. The old man's old man let him, gave him the money to do WrestleMania. And from the money from WrestleMania, bought the company. Okay. And after that, he did commentary. He, and so we, we've got that going on. But you have to understand that during the territory days, it didn't matter if you were hurt. If you didn't do your job, someone else would. And that's what you were getting into. That's what you signed up for. Now, when WB became or WWF became an entity, uh, a bigger entity under, under the old man, Vince uh, Jr., it became, it, it became bigger. And, yeah, we'll bring you in, lights shining, red carpet. But this is what you're getting into. You have to work hurt. You're, you're over. You better work. 
There's no days off. And my point here is when they're when they're talking with Vince and they've got that uh, stooge there interviewing him, Vince like slaps the 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 pad out of his hand and gets in his face. That had to have been a work. Well, just at, hey, at just time, because there's WWE branding all over the place, that might only be because Vince wouldn't be interviewed without the branding in every single camera angle. The I, old man would never the old man would never do that to a legit reporter. Period. Okay. Because it's bad press. That's you know bad, him better than it, I do. Cuz cuz it cuz it's bad press. However, the two sides of the coin I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Hey, come into this company. We're going to roll the red carpet out. We're going to give you a shitload of money. No health insurance and you better work. Well, more than that. No, you, you, I want to get into yeah. it about that business because these these men and women who are coming in as wrestlers, A, they're just like all of us. They may have a higher tolerance for pain. They may have come from yeah. a big background of negativity and fighting, and they have demons to work out. But uh, they get trained. They go to wrestling school. You know, watch those John Moxley videos we talked about. John Moxley, who has become right. Dean Ambrose, and we don't know where he's going after WrestleMania or what now. But you look at the guy's mentality. There is something there that says, I need to do this. I need to work this out. And it's not a question of whether or not they're going to be a superstar. They just have to do it. But they're going to get hurt. And there's a degree of hurt that makes sense. I'm over 40 years old now, and I can, and John Cena is just over 40 years old. And there is a major difference between his physique and my physique, no matter how much I work out. I don't think he's as tall as I am. But I get injured, and these injuries last twice as long to heal up from. And I'm just talking about regular stuff. I could get out there and do something stupid at work, and it would take that much longer to heal up. These guys are in their 20s, they're in their 30s, and they're... You heal up faster, you're Wolverine for a while, but that stops happening after a certain amount of right, time. But, but you got you to let me finish talking about the two sides of the coin. All right, This go. is what you signed up for. You know this is not available to you. Why would you hold someone responsible for something that laid the ground rules out that, yeah, we're not going to take care of you unless you get hurt in ring? And Dude, okay, I'll, so I'll, I've got an answer that, to that. There's a black and white line there. There's a black and white line there. But at the same time, though, now uh, it's become a thing, and I, I hope this prospers. Yeah, universal health care. You need to be taken care of by your employer. That you're, It is expected that you should be taken care of by your employer. But at the same time, though, you signed up for something that you knew you were going to get hurt from. There's a 100% possibility you are going to get hurt or you might even die. So why would you hold someone accountable for something that they you knew what you're getting into, but at the same time you've got that that mentality that, that this new mentality now that that universal universal healthcare you should be taken care of by your employer. So because you got to it's it's a it's a oh man I got so much to say about know? that. I mean, we're we're, we're not got, to that are you, part. I'm, are you I'm, are you saying that hold, you've got that perspective right? That's, your that's perspective. my perspective. That that's my perspective, and I'm holding back 
until we get to the part of the about healthcare. Okay. Because there's there's a lot more there there's a lot more of an arguments built. So we're gonna talk about all just, of these different points, and then we're gonna hit those bullet points with counterpoint point and counterpoint. Okay. Exactly. So no, but but not 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 too much. The the there's there's we're almost to the point and counterpoint. Uh, then they talk about how. Um, Ventura tried to unionize uh, Jesse Ventura tried to unionize uh, the wrestlers and then got stamped out by Vince. Vince fired his ass. Another reason Vince fired his ass is because Ventura had already copyrighted his name and refused to let Vince own the name of Jesse the Body Ventura, and that was an issue. And also, we got to talk about like the old man. Uh, I, that's just what Stone Cold calls him, so that's what I got to call him would always say that the old man would never ask you to do anything too extreme unless he tried it first. There was a WrestleMania really? moment where, where, where Shawn Michaels uh, runs a zip line into the middle of the ring and, and propels, uh, repels down. There is no, no record of the old man doing the same thing for Owen Hart. Owen Hart okay. did the zip line in fell 40 feet to the ground and died. There is no record of the old man doing that. There is also like, it's such a bad blood thing that Owen's uh, widow refuses to let him be in the WB uh, hall of fame because they won't acknowledge quite a lot of things about Owen. Owen has a lot of other things to his name. I mean, obviously he's a heart, you know, uh, part of the heart dynasty, uh, trained in the heart dungeon, uh, uh, younger brother of, of Brett. But at the same time though, he's the one that broke stone cold Steve Austin's neck. Pile driver to the neck. It's documented. We're going to, we're going to finish this match with a pile driver. Owen's like, great. I'm going to drop to my butt nine times out of 10 or actually 10 times out of 10. You're doing a pile driver. You drop to your knees. Like you protect them. Like when you're doing a tombstone pile driver, mm -hmm. you protect, you protect the head and the neck when your knees hit first, but you're, you're holding their head just close enough to the edge of your knees to where it looks like their head hits, and then you fall back. Yeah. He insisted on falling to his butt. Stone Cold's like, I'm not – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we should do this. Don't worry. I'll protect you. Don't. Well, he insisted on falling to his butt, broke the rattlesnake's neck. The rattlesnake was paralyzed for almost 14 seconds, couldn't move his body until Earl Hebner was like, boy, boy, like, like you know where you are? And it wasn't that time in, in, in Madison Square. Like, he was paralyzed. It took him a minute. Like, he was literally laying there for 14 seconds thinking he was broken. Now, that's just me talking about Owen. But the old man, there's no record that the old man tried the repel thing that Owen did that led to his death. I can't believe now, that Vince McMahon can do any of the stuff that we've seen Ricochet or Aleister Black do. I guarantee I can't believe that I he can. He can't do. He can't do the stuff that Finn it. Balor can do. He can't. I mean, we're, we're maybe talking, he can F5 people. That. Maybe he can suplex people. Um, that, that, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about insane stunts. I'm not talking about high-flying high stuff. I'm talking about insane stunts when they repel in or get set on fire well, uh, or go through all this. He like, didn't do what Shane, the, 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 his own son, Shane, did jumping off of the cage into the table. Dude, I almost shit my pants when that happened. I was there in Dallas when it happened. Um, but the old man 
didn't do that. Owen's dead. Owen is dead, and now we got to talk about to okay. wrangle this in is that Oliver brings up the the point that the NFL takes the moral high ground to the WWE, and that was hilarious. I love that it was like point joke, point joke. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like yeah. point high ground. Like it, like he he balanced everything so well, and he was so informed. Everything he said was absolutely correct. He was now, emphatic about I, it too, and that's why I think that he is not BSing us when he says that he likes the uh, he likes wrestling. And you know, he came from the Daily Show, and that John Stewart, the previous host, was a wrestling, fan, a wrestling fan and went out there and fan. got in a fight with Seth Rollins in 2015 or thereabouts. I mean, that stuff. It's, there yeah, you it's go. Yeah, give me an it's, opportunity it's, it's, to go out there and get beat up by Seth Rollins. I'm gonna take it. Yeah, it was 2015, and then he did it again in 2016 and interrupted a match between John Cena to not mm-hmm. win the Intercontinental to, to break the uh, the streak that uh, Ric Flair had. Or not Intercontinental. It was, it was one of the belts. Nevertheless, okay. Anyway, we digressed. Uh, before, we get into, before we get into healthcare, because I know you're on fire right now well, about to, to go into this. Wait, well, we need to bring up CM Punk. A lot oh, of people man. don't realize why CM Punk hates the WWE right now. Uh, they forced him to work hurt. They refused to let him have time off to heal. His back was hurting. Everything was hurting. He was about to get married to AJ Lee. Uh, It was about to happen, and he drops the pipe bomb, and he's still so over. Wait, tell him what that means. Tell him what the pipe bomb means. The pipe bomb, for guys who don't know Look it up on YouTube. You look it up on YouTube. he basically comes out, Cena's there, he sits down cross-legged, and he does everything you're not supposed to do. He looks in the camera, he waves at it, even says the old man doesn't want me to do this. Uh, yeah, he, there you are in the truck. Uh, I'm going to say everything you don't want me to say. Uh, Chris Benoit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're not allowed yeah. to say Chris. He, like, you he, can't he, bring he him up. Off. Tell us why they, Chris Benoit is a problem for the WWE for our comics listeners who aren't watching wrestling. The problem with Chris Benoit was the guy had CT like crazy. The guy was uh, a ticking time bomb, but it wasn't his fault. Chris Jericho, Y2J, my hero, has analyzed this before with the his widow's – well, let me rephrase that – with Chris Benoit's dead wife's sister. And they did an entire podcast about why Chris Benoit wasn't a piece of shit. And she's like they, – they preface it, yeah – We don't like what happened, but the guy was a good guy. Something went wrong. Chris Benoit murdered his wife and choked out his kid and then hung himself. For the first 24 hours when that hit the news, the WB did like the full 10-bell salute. Uh, Vince was on on the news. So was Chris Jericho. You know, watch your Jimmy Hero. And like, yeah, and and then after 24 hours, it got revealed. The cops were like, yeah, this was a murder-suicide. And... All of a sudden, they're erasing Chris Benoit from existence. The only time you can see Chris Benoit is if you buy an old, uh, if you, you've got an old VHS you recorded, or you you, you find a, a DVD at, at the flea market that that happens to exist from WrestleMania like eighteen or something like that. Um, do they just, shut down? Uh, do they shut down content involving him on on YouTube? Can you see him on YouTube at all? 
Dave, not on YouTube because they can't control the YouTube, but on the on the network, he's completely erased. Like they'll no, blank right, his right. name out. They'll blank his name out. Now, um, back to CM Punk. CM Punk just wanted to heal. Comic book nerd writes comics, written like a Thor comic, a Spider Man comic, but the guy's a legit comic book guy. Yeah. And he he just wanted to heal. He drops the pipe bomb. Fuck it. He's still selling shirts. They still put the strap on him. Mm-hmm. He pushes more. On the morning of his wedding, a FedEx truck shows up at his house with her, him and AJ's walking papers. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, the old man is still nefarious. He knows how to push at a wound. He didn't fire them randomly on a on a Thursday, he waited until their wedding morning to fire them. Yeah, but what and does that said, have to do with uh, this? I mean, the sad fact of it is that CM Punk they wouldn't let him heal. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him heal. Yeah, and now it's your turn. And I just want <laughs> to go in on that one. That, Basically, that, in the no, middle not, of this thing, you know, John Oliver is reporting. Uh, you know, CM Punk is talking about all of this and how he is on SmackDown Live, and he's in a chokehold, and he's he's concussed, and he has been dry heaving. And shitting his pants. He shits on, his pants uh, on SmackDown Live, and, uh, they, you know, hey, they were like, I don't know, we could probably watch this if we wanted to. We could find this as viewers. But, uh, you know, that was another nice thing about John Oliver. Graciously, we're not going to show you this, but here's a freeze frame of his expression. And you can see the pain and the simultaneous horrified embarrassment of of the situation. Am I mistaken in, in that? Was that Dean Ambrose that had him in that lock? That was Dean Ambrose. Okay. That was really and shield. So, really shield. Um, you know, this is that's it's an embarrassing, unfortunate thing to happen. And this is all what he, you know, punk, comp- he, he, he has his legitimate complaints and he uh, attributes this to the circumstances of consistent injury. And he had been told, you know, this is the thing, the doctors, he goes in, he's like, I need to get checked out. Uh, You may have a concussion. Do you have a concussion? You know, you can't, you shouldn't fly with a concussion. And he's supposed to go to Europe. He said, these, these things, there are a lot of things you shouldn't do after you have a concussion. There's a lot of flying you shouldn't do when you're in certain you know, trimesters puts, of pregnancy, it, it, it puts pressure on your brain in, in different parts of your body. Exactly. And, they, and ze- they, they Z-packed him to death. Yeah, they give you steroids. Just take this, take this, take this, steroids over and over and over again. That's only going to do so much for you. Man, I'm on steroids all the time because I am trying to cope with living in the most allergy-ridden place I can think of that it's not Atlanta. And... um so, yeah, I go get a shot all of the time. It's not helping me uh, gain muscle mass. But, um, yeah, it, this is something that shouldn't be happening. It, the thing, okay, so this is one of my bullet points, and we're getting close to the end of this this se- this segment that John Oliver did. Not, but not I have to close. counterpoint this. I still have a lot. You still more. have more? I have to uh, counterpoint this. I still have a lot this. more. Um, You're signing papers when you show up for yeah. this. 
How many times are we signing papers and we're uninformed about them? We don't have agents advocating for us. You know, we don't have somebody, we don't have a lawyer who's already looked over this to see if it's legit or not. When somebody comes to you and they say, hey, we're handing you not the keys to the kingdom, but we're going to give you a sword so you can be one of our knights, and you've been a peasant working outside of that country, you know, it's like, it's like what uh, Maximus says in, in, uh, in Gladiator. This is Rome. I've been out there. I've seen the way the rest of the world works. I've seen working at Panera Bread. I've seen working in a deli. I've seen bagging groceries with these muscles after the Me football too. I played, the wrestling I did in high school when I was something and I'm, I want to still be that something. And do I have a scholarship? No. Do I have a, uh, do I have what it is? You know, somebody hands you the papers and said, hey, you can come in. Well, one of two things is happening. You're either getting bought so that you don't go perform somewhere else outside right. of Vince's kingdom, or you're right. getting bought so that you can perform, and you might be buried, but chances are you might be John Cena, or you might be Booker T, or you might be even the fucking bar. You might be something. You might get screen time. You might get visibility. And... Next year, you know, we're going to start talking about WrestleMania here in the second part of this, and we're going to talk about the difference between the the performers we were seeing built up to the main event last year and the main event this year. And you might get yeah. buried next year, but you're still in the game. And when they give you that paperwork, you know what? I didn't even get paperwork for the job I started uh, more than a week ago that I finished on Monday, which is why I didn't get to watch Raw. I had to watch Raw recaps uh, today to be able to talk about the lead-up to WrestleMania. I didn't get paperwork, but I know my freaking business, but I've got, you know, 10, 15 years in the business, and I know what I need to read, and I know what's generic, you know, uh, advertising agency, client, and um, production right. company paperwork. But hey, these guys hey, don't babe, know that coming just in. Gray. They don't know yeah, but, that but coming this, in. And they don't it's, see, it's the, I'm an independent contractor. I'm not a full employee. There I'm not going to have there we go. That's, there that's we go, where right it starts there. to hack me off. There we go, right there. This is what there pisses go, right me there. off. I personally am an independent contractor. I don't work for anybody. I'm freelance. Go back and look at the medieval thing. You're just, oh, yeah, I got a lance and I'm ready to come fight. Chances are I'm not a knight because then I owe fealty to somebody. And that's what these yeah. guys want to be. They want to be a knight for Vince McMahon. And he says, you're a knight. Well, on paper, they're not actually. Vince has no, an agreement you're... with them that they are independent contractors. And thus, he does not technically employ them. But the exclusivity clause is the place where it draws a major line in the sand and steps way the hell over it while Vince drags his giant balls across that line because in reality he freaking knows it and somehow or another like the government controls this the the vernacular is very clear independent contractors are not owed any of the representative 
employment. Oh, I'm losing my I'm losing my ability to carry on. No, with this. no, 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 no. What, what you're telling me is that it's bullshit that they're hiring those independent contractors, yet still employing them as if they were exclusive. Exactly. And right to hire, right to fire. Exactly. And we'll Thank use you. we'll use you until until we're done with you. And, okay. But until we're done with you, you can't do you can't do jack shit. You can't go over to New Japan and work unless you're Chris Jericho because you have an awesome relationship with specifically personal See, relationship. That's, Who else? That's interesting. That's interesting. That's, that's that interesting you the, said that. That's the podcast. I, I listened to a lot of Chris Jericho a couple of weeks ago, and that's one of the things that he talked about. Why did he go fight Kenny Omega in Japan? Because. Why not? Exactly. Oh, no. What is it really going to do? Is that going to hurt his relationship with WWE? Maybe, maybe not. Now, now. I've got some insight on that. Okay. Now, the old man, he ca- he called the old man and said, hey, this is about to happen. Yes, he did. The old man gave him his blessing. Yep. Gave him his blessing. Now, interestingly enough, after AEW shows up, now, you, you got to realize that AEW, uh, before uh, okay. it became AEW, stirred a lot of trouble. Right. Explain this to our non-wrestling fans. Okay, so guys, before AEW became in existence, that's all uh, elite wrestling, guys. All it, all elite wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys that are founding AEW, uh, except for uh, Tony Kamal, uh, the 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 billionaire son of owner of Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. These guys did invasion of Raw. They in I think it was in San Jose or San Diego. I can't remember exactly, but they invaded it the way uh, DX invaded. Uh, uh, WCW, but they didn't have a tank. They had a limo, and they, they're outside of a RAW. And while one guy who's a writer that these guys knew from New Japan and, and Ring of Honor was walking in, like, "Hey, buddy, we know you," and he's like, "Oh, hey, what's going on, guys? Let's take a selfie." And they he, they take a selfie with the guy, and like, you probably shouldn't post this on, on on anything. And the guy's like, "Yeah, I probably won't." Ten minutes later, posted it. Fifty minutes later, fired. Right. That's Vince McMahon walk, realized somebody's realizing walk, it. Walked out of the fucking building. Who now, is okay? So they did the competition for the WWE until a couple of months ago was New Japan and Ring of Honor. That's all that stands in, between in, WWE in, and the United States, in, right? In incorrect. Not correct. Like okay, no, no, you're 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 on it, but like you don't know the the specifics. Okay, the true. The true competition wasn't Bullet Club. It wasn't uh, New Japan. It wasn't Ring Honor. It was Cody and the Bucks and the best wrestler that's ever wrestled, Kenny Omega. Kenny the Cleaner. That was the cleaner. He's the cleaner. Uh, that, was the, that was the problem. So what I'm getting at right now, and, and Y2J, you know, Chris Jericho, my hero, um, he – they took his tickets away for WrestleMania. They banned him from being there, and they've also banned him from interviewing WWE wrestlers on his podcast now. He can't Ouch. do it anymore. Okay. So the, let's... the old man revoked his card, and the old man gave him the fucking uh, uh, gravitas to, to go, like, hey, Vince, I'm about to go to, uh, to New Japan. Yeah, go have a good time. Uh, what's good for business is good for business. And then AEW got announced, and then this whole 
fucking shit pot started getting stirred, and they're shaking in their boots, and they're revoking his actual tickets, and he can't interview WWE wrestlers anymore? Uh, okay, you're a little yeah, that's, scared. It's personal. And it becomes personal at that personal. point because Vince takes personal, things yeah. personally. Actually, you know, hey, I don't know. I don't know the guy. What, what, what the point we're getting at is that competition breeds better material, but the man has a always, monopoly always. over it. The thing is, it's, people who don't want to cater to the law of this land form a rebellious little group on the outside that kicks ass. I mean, Ring of Honor, you might not be getting color all the time. You may not have color. You might not be bleeding all of the time. You lose that family-friendly quality that WWE has where blood is by accident. But, like, in these other, you know, and there's also, when one of the things John Oliver talks about, when you're wrestling 200 nights a year, your human body is not made to take that kind of abuse. Because when you're you're not on screen uh, at Monday Night Raw, you're probably doing a house show at another nearby town. These performers... Are you, you've got raw performers, you've got SmackDown performers, and if you can't make it to one or the other, you can be working in one uh, in some other city. So those guys are doing multiple shows per week, and they have to stay healthy. They have to stay in shape. Now I've worked with Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George. I've worked with a bunch of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, even Amari Stoudemire came up and did a Snapple commercial. And these guys are physical specimens. They are people who earn the money that is given to them because it's not enough for them to just show up and play ball. They have to stay healthy in the off season. They have to eat the right things. And that's expensive. They have to stretch. They have to have gym time. They're professional athletes. And so are these WWE superstars. They have to maintain that body mass they have to maintain that muscle tone they have to maintain that bone structure they have to constantly be working to maintain this and i guarantee i guarantee you they're not paying for their uh, travel they're like not pay- yeah everyone in that's a, let's that's another thing we'll get to these guys get so little covered by their employer whether they want to be called that or not that they're hardly working. They're hardly getting paid. Like, okay, let's. We had a conversation about this a couple of years ago. What's your guesstimate on how much Seth Rollins is making per year? Uh, I don't have to guess. It says it's one point five million dollars. Uh, two years ago, it was one point five million dollars. Dolph Ziggler was making more than him in two thousand and fifteen. Okay, and this is based on perception. Perception of what the crowd wants to see the perception of how many shirts are being purchased. And these guys don't get how, – what percentage do they get off of, like, every Seth Rollins shirt? How much does Tyler Black get off of every Seth Rollins shirt? Uh, nothing. Okay, so there you have nothing. it. The, but, you know, Russell Westbrook is not getting a percentage off of every Russell shirt that's, that's, that's sold out there. So there's money no. – Sitting, there's money coming into this franchise, this business, constantly to make it possible for these people to have in-house health care. It's absolutely now, there. 
We're, we're, we're on the cusp of the healthcare. Uh, I want to wrangle it back to John Oliver. Okay. Uh, okay, so you're responsible for what happens unless it happens in ring. But they pick and choose. Now, Adam Rose was a huge superstar in NXT. And he got brought up to the to the main roster. And then he got busted for uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, blood test infringement. Like, he had the wrong drugs in his system. Adderall. And he had explained to them that he had been on Adderall for the entire time he's been in NXT. And then when Roman Reigns, like a year and a half ago, maybe two, got busted for popping on, on a drug test, he was like, yeah, it was Adderall. But they didn't punish Roman Reigns like they punished, punished Adam Rose. That seems strange to me. He doesn't. He, he, he honestly seems like a super clean-cut guy. No? He was exiled. It, Roman it, Reigns it was exiled. Wasn't. Yes. Okay. No, 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 no. Well, I'm saying Adam Rose was exiled. Okay. Roman Reigns had to take like a, a, a hiatus, and they didn't even punish him. He came right back on top. Adam wow. Rose just retired. Just retired. Like he, 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 he flat out retired. The guy used to be huge. He was a phenomenal actor and wrestler in, in NXT, and he can't get the work, and he just retired uh, via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Now, um. Uh, when when I bring this up, I want to talk about because I know the the coup de gras to this is the healthcare thing, and I'm building to it. Um, DDP has rescued so many of these guys. Diamond Dallas Page, okay, uh, with his yoga program, he's the one. Uh, Chris Jericho is about to get the same surgery Stone Cold Steve Austin and uh, uh, Shawn Michaels was about to get on his neck. He had infusion, and he was about to get it, got a phone call from DDP, like, hey, hold up. Before you do it, try my yoga shit. Okay, tried it out. No surgery, working better than he ever did in his life. Uh, He's more on top before – I'm talking WWE-wise. Yeah. Uh, After after doing DDP yoga, uh, then he was when he was undisputed champion. When he was working with uh, Kevin Owens, that – Everything him and Kevin Owens is good, but like DDP's rescued people like Razor Ramon, Roddy Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake, and it, it brings it back to the idea that there's no exit plan. Uh, what would you have me do at 49? I'm not going to make it to 65. And he and and Roddy died at 61. He he actually predicted it, and then, and then you go back. I got to a whole like thing about what, that. <clears throat> what the old man's doing, and, and like yeah, he's the in-ring guy. He's the he's the uh, his character is Mr. McMahon. He's taking the stink, the stink butt from fucking uh, Rikishi. Uh, oh, he's yeah. having uh, Trish Stratus kiss his ass. Uh, you know the kiss my ass club. And there's no exit plan for these guys. And the fans have a strong independent voice in WWE. And, and that's what I loved about what uh, John Oliver's yeah, being at. Like if, if we hate it, they booed Roman Reigns for. Like eight minutes, eight solid asshole, minutes. Asshole, asshole, asshole. Like, like you're That's a the fucked thing. up. Like, yeah, I can't understand people hating on Roman Reigns as much as they do. I, I get. Uh, we've talked about this before. I mean, I know that he's be he was being forced down our throats. I swear, if this leukemia business is no, a work. Wasn't. It would. Uh, I, I don't think that, I could that, ever watch WWE again. But that, uh, that was that was not a work. I, you was, know, and it's that, terrible that to say. Legit. I I pray that it is for real because that's. I mean, how low could you get 
to stage a leukemia prank. And I'm not saying they did. I'm just saying God help them if that's what happens. They will lose more viewers to that if that's the case than if it ever came to light that that was the case than uh, Colin Kaepernick could do uh, to uh, the National Football League. Right. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Right after – right after yeah, – I do, I do. But right after 9-11, uh, the old man pulled a prank where he was, like, done and got into a limo, and the limo blew up. And he he got some serious heat for it because it was right after 9-11, and people were emailing, sending letters. We thought you were actually dead. And, I didn't um, know about that. Yeah, it was it was a big deal because he, he killed off the character of Mr. McMahon, but obviously he came back. But – I need to let you off your leash now. Tell me <laughs> about why I've been I've been like I've been doing this on purpose to like just build that fire in you. All Tell right, me well. why. Tell me why independent contractors need to be taken care of. Tell me why, even though you signed up for pain and suffering, you need to be taken care of. Tell me why what you do is important. Okay, keep those things in mind in order so that I don't get completely off track or talk too long on one point. Um, I take issue with the phrase in-ring injury because, all right, if you're an independent security or if you're an independent contractor, let's, let's go back and let's look at this. My brother, he, uh, he was in the U.S. Army Reserve. He's a military policeman. He got deployed out of the country a few times. He got deployed in-country to defend uh, or look after locations in the United States right after September 11th. Um, and uh, some of those places were pretty astonishing if you were to be privy to where they are, what they do. And so um, after that, he had been deployed as many times as he could. He went to Iraq. He'd been deployed as many times as he could, and he didn't feel like he was done. So he joined Blackwater. Now, Ooh. I'm not, oh. I don't want to, you know, like, A, we all have this bad opinion of Blackwater because – of what the media reported of a shooting incident in a village in Iraq. I guarantee it didn't go down exactly that way. And the media is looking for trouble when it comes to that. We have a gigantic system in place for employees of the United States government, the military. And then we fail them constantly as them being former employees of the United States government. When they are veterans, the VA hospitals are constantly in the news for being effing miserable places and being on waiting lists to get in. I'm not a veteran. I don't know what that's going to be like, but I've got buddies that need back surgery. I got buddies that have, that have shrapnel in their bodies. I have friends who have neck injuries and it takes forever for them to get care. And the care is not quality care. And so then it's a question, where do you go? What do you do after that? Well, you get independent security contractors. You get Blackwater and Triple Canopy and uh, others of that, of that sort. And these people constantly get villainized in the media and in movies as the bad guys. Go back and watch that A-Team remake with uh, Liam Neeson and... Um, uh, I can literally close my I can literally close my eyes and, and rewatch it. 
Dude, that movie like is so much fun. I really like that. It was like Black Forest in that movie, and they were made the bad guys. This hacks me so much off to constantly make independent security contractors and independent out, you know, independent contractors working outside of the United States. These people are there trying to redevelop a crippled infrastructure that we blew the holy shit out of. We're trying to put in streets and roads again. We're trying to get plumbing going. We're trying to get electricity on for more than maybe 40 minutes a day in all of these countries. We're trying to bring these people out of the dark ages that we created or that their goddamn dictator created for decades preceding our intervention there. Now, does you know, let's not go into the reasons behind whether or not we needed to be there in this particular podcast, but I have my opinions and I'm certainly willing to share them. What it comes down to is independent security contractors what do you do? Why? Well, you pay them a gigantic amount. They're already trained military or police or first responders who go over there and they are carrying weapons that make sense to them. They're carrying what they feel comfortable carrying and they do the job. So you pay them for that. But then when they're done, when their contract is up, if they don't re-up and get a signing bonus or if they don't re-up and then stay, then they go home with the injuries that they accrued being independent contractors. But what we don't do is give them a pension or retirement or any kind of benefits that persist in perpetuity for the rest of their lives. And that, that the Obama administration did this, the, the W. Bush administration did this, the current administration will continue to be doing this, we will continue to be hiring independent security contractors and sending them overseas because we don't want as a country apparently to cover our employees with pensions and benefits and health care in perpetuity for the rest of their lives following a 10-year long war. Now we look at what we're doing with, like I say, we go back and we look at these professional athletes. They have the best freaking care possible. They have to maintain themselves in the off-season because they at least get an off-season. Uh, we fly them all over the place. We bust them everywhere to get to games in any of the, like, it, I'm a big fan of the NBA now, 30 cities that have, uh, you know, appropriate league facilities. And it's funny because when you think about it, you know, you have your home team, they have awesome locker room, and then you see what the, uh, oh, the uh, visitor's locker room always looks like. As miserable as any high school gym. It's totally not, you know, spiffy looking. And um, then those guys get right on a plane and they go to the next place or back home or whatever for you know, maybe a couple of days. The wrestlers that we've been talking about have none of that. Look, uh, what was what was Kevin Durant signing for Oklahoma City Thunder? $86 million oh, for five oh. years or something? And we're talking about no, Seth Rollins. 8.6. 8. 8.6 million? I thought it was eighty-six million. No, no I don't know. There's no way anyone's ever made eighty-six million. Okay, like, dude, it's I'm probably sorry. Eight point six. I feel like it was a staggering you're amount high, of money. High, but is it remotely comparable it, it to the amount. number that we came up for Seth Rollins just a few minutes ago? No. Oh no, yeah, it was. It was. It was. No, it was ridiculous. Like one point five million. Uh, but Dolph Ziggler was getting more money than no, him. No, no, no. Don't worry. Uh, don't even worry about that because that's perception. Dolph Ziggler. Might have been getting more, but maybe he was there longer. 
Maybe they thought they oh, could he was, push he, him. He was he was there longer. He it wasn't that they pushed him. It was that he put people over. Dolph Ziggler knows how to play ball. You're there to and do a job. How many there people? To do a job. He, he, he was always enhancement. He, it's his reason why Drew McIntyre is so popular right now. That's because correct. Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. was was a piece of shit back in the day. Like he like the the backstage chatter was that he was an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like he thought he was bigger than his britches, and they fired his ass. And he went to Impact. He went to a few different places. And when he was ready to come back and sobered up from whatever ego he had, went to NXT. They pushed him. And when they put him on the main roster, they put him with Doff because they knew that Doff could teach him how to teach how to talk on the mic. The guy had the in ring shit, but he didn't have the mic skills. Can do the Doff promos. It to him. Okay, I, did, I love Couldn't this story. Because I have enjoyed this solid year of I loved the Drew and Dolph stuff, fighting Seth Rollins over and over and over again, even during the Dean Ambrose injury, getting us up to this point where Dolph is on permanent vacation or something. He's off listening to Aerosmith somewhere. So this 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 leads me to another question then. Uh I had I had a, a you know what let me come back to it because it, it, it's the question of injuries. Why does one guy get injured and can't wrestle anymore, and why does one guy get injured and keep going? And then how do they approach them about what needs to be done? What happened? Okay, so this isn't an injury; it's Enzo Amore. Oh, so oh, you get something uh... like that. And you're excommunicated. Enzo fucked up. But let's let Enzo what I'm saying. There's a bit. What, what about injuries? Who gets injured? Seth Rollins had a knee injury. He got to go away and get it fixed, right? Dean Ambrose got an arm injury, tore his rotator cuff, and he's out for nine months. Which tragically they, they never did they, anything but, with. They yeah, they, but they they wrote. This is they a wrote this is a into the story. They kind of did, and then they dropped the ball on on the sequel. Because but basically they didn't, they didn't punish him like they didn't punish him the way they did to Seth. That's the complaint. Was, that's my complaint. In ring injuries. Dean, Dean kept working. Dean blew out his knee four ways from fucking Friday, uh, doing a, a, a dumbass move in Germany. I'm sorry, uh, Seth did that. Dean. He'd been working hurt for months, and they saw he was playing ball, and they worked that Samoa Joe, I'm going to hurt your 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 uh, rotator cuff uh, backstage thing to, to get give him, him the time off because he put the time in. But that doesn't mean okay. that that's okay. There are key – right. There are key words you're using that these are the things that set us off. Okay. A dumbass move in Germany. Okay, what did he do? He 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 tried to he he was flipping uh, Kane off the top rope, and you see his knee buckle. He blew the entire goddamn knee out. Okay, why and, is that a dumbass move? It's done all the time. Was he incapable of doing it? What was the value in him doing that in that particular? I don't know episode. Why is it a uh, dumbass it move? It was, it, was, it, was, it was a house show in Germany. Now, uh, Stone Cold says this all the time. When he, he would talk about, uh, like, you're working a house show. Okay, we're going to take it easy. We're not going to go too crazy. Okay. Um, let's take it easy. 
It's always when you're trying to be careful that you get hurt. That makes and he sense. Brought up Seth, and he brought up Seth Rollins. And then he also brought up when Triple H, his his uh, entire, like, like what, what's the muscle in your in your thigh? That thing just popped remember. on him. And it, it, was, it was terrible. I forgot from when and I went to medical school. It, he was, he, yeah, I know, right? He was telling him, like, <laughs> they, they were trying to be careful that, for that night. And, but Dean, and this, this is such a, this is such a fucking oxymoron. It's such a fucking bullshit thing. Um, the reason Seth got punished big time. And then he fucked up again because he, he tried to, to flip Kane off the top rope from the, the corner and his knee took out, but he still fucking finished the match and still walked out on, on his own. He had a little bit of help, but not like where J and J was, were, were helping him. They had all their money on Seth. He was out for nine months. I was having okay. so much fun. Enjoying That's my I was having, I was having so much fun enjoying him being the chicken shit champion. And then they had all the money on him. And then he, he accidentally fucked up. This is my now, this is my bitch. Let me no, no, let me. It's it, it, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. I want you to add to your bitch because I'm gonna tell you something even worse. Uh, when he came back and they introduced the Universal Championship, the it, it came down to a tournament and it was Seth Rollins versus the Demon. No way. Out of a turn. Out I gotta of a see tournament. That one. Out of a tournament and. Seth Rollins picked him up and powerbombed his ass. Oh, not like down to his neck, but like picked him up and threw him into uh, one of the guardrails. Tore it, tore it, hit him. He threw him so hard it tore uh, Finn Balor, the demon's rotator cuff. Finn Balor still wins the match via coup de gras. That was a that was that was a Sunday night pay per view. Monday night Raw. He comes in in a sling in a suit and gives up the belt barely 24 hours. Okay. We have talked about this before, and and you have always said that he got punished for this because he was on a track. The story yeah. was propelling him, and he got punished because he got hurt. That doesn't sound to me like he got hurt. That sounds like Seth Rollins worked stiff and fucked him up. Everyone... Seth Rollins did not work stiff. Like we're not talking about Samoa Joe here. Uh, Seth Rollins blew out his knee, comes back nine months later, uh, and it was hurts awesome. The guy. And then hurts the guy they have all their money on again, and they punish him and they they put him through the ringer. I mean, they really put him through the fucking ringer. What are the and repercussions? What happened to him? Oh, they made him start doing shitty jobs. They made him a jobber. Uh, not a full-on jobber, but he was still doing jobs. Okay, well, they, need, right. they, they needed him. His name was there, of course. And but, but we got to get back on course. Well, we, uh, dude, believe me, we are. This is this is the problem. There is a culture of protection and a culture of fear, and there is a culture of punishment going on. These things are problems that will persist as long as Vince is in command. Well, there's no off-season. No, there's no off-season. There's no reason up, not to give these guys some time. There's just, I don't, you, nobody's going to forget about them. 
You can give people, I, I mean, they're human beings. This isn't Colossus and the Thing and the Hulk going out there and power bombing each other all of the time. This is people who are physical mortals. They cannot. They run. They run that thing at the beginning of every DVD. You know, don't try this at home. These people work with injuries. They get hurt. They break their fingers. They tear things. It's true. I don't understand why the culture of punishment exists. It's the old school territory days, man. That's the old then school territory in Vince. Something needs to change there. They. They. I'm not a socialist, but they they oh, goddamn hiccups. They I don't need know how to fix their health care. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yap for a minute. What I want you to do this is how you get rid of health, uh, hiccups, everybody. You get yourself a full cup of water. You close your close your nose and you drink without stopping and without breathing the entire cup of water. Just go for it. Don't choke or anything. Go the whole thing. Go do the whole right, thing. Right, I'll be right, I'll be okay. So this culture of protection. What I think of when I see this concept in my head is we are all – we're superstars and we're, we're ready to work and everything like that. But, you know, there's negative press and whatever and we've got to protect the business. We've got to protect the company. We've got to protect the old man. We've got to protect the family, you know. Shane and, and – um, uh, uh, oh, gosh – Oh, what's her name? What's the sister's name? What's the daughter's name? Stephanie. They're and Triple H now. Ooh, Stephanie. They're the family. We got to protect them. I don't think that things are going to be the way they are when they own it. When Vince dies. Well, there, there's proof that that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Let me phrase that. There's proof that that it's going to be different when Vince dies or, or gives up the reins to to Triple H, NXT. Okay. Triple Hunter has <laughs> complete control over NXT, and he's getting all these guys over. But then they they end up in uh, <laughs> poor hiccups, man. What a bad time <laughs> for hiccups. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> try try the drink again. We'll come back to this point. This culture of fear. They're going to pull the rug out from under me. They're going to take this away from me. They're going to punish me and make me do jobs. Do, be a jobber for a while or whatever. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make me let you know. They're gonna do what they did to Finn Balor. What you just said. They're gonna do what they did to Seth Rollins. They're gonna, they're gonna send me away. Why does Kevin Owen get to? He gets injured and he gets brought back because he got injured the right way. No, you're fucking injured. That's it. I'm an independent contractor. If I get injured on set, they stop everything to check. Hey. Medic, non-emergency. Okay, that just means somebody needs some ibuprofen or they need an alcohol swab or a Band-Aid or something, some topical ointment, or can I get some sunscreen or something like that? It's a call out on the radio, and we hear it every day. And somebody's like, medic, and you're like, hey, is it an emergency? Uh, No, they just want some ibuprofen. Okay, newbie, then say medic, non-emergency. When somebody says medic in this place, this thing, this is what's going on, they will stop the show if it's that necessary long enough to get it under control and make sure they don't need an ambulance, blah, blah, blah. So I've been in that situation. An independent contractor on set falls out, has a stroke or something like that. 
you either stop the show or it's not something that's worth stopping the show and you go and take care of it and you fall out for a second. I've fallen out. I've worked myself right. to exhaustion and taken a minute. And then they have to reevaluate. What do we do? You know, do we put this guy? I took a serious strike to the head and I got a concussion. I was in a, I'm 6'3", everybody. And I stood up too quickly in a cave that we were filming in. And uh, I've got a weird crease in my scroll that's semi-permanent now. Um, these things happen on shows all the time. That's why you have a medic. And there are medics at these events I'm an independent security contractor, and we take it seriously. I don't know right. if anybody that isn't in the industry remembers this, but uh, we talk about slates for Sarah. So a few years ago, there was a movie being filmed in Georgia. They didn't have the appropriate uh, wor- uh, appropriate permits to be filming on a train trestle, a bridge with a train track going across it, because you get into the liability of. And this is the in-ring thing that I'm talking about. You're in-ring. You're on the train tracks that you don't have permission to be filming on, as opposed to being on the land that the train tracks are around, let alone the property beyond that. Who owns it? Who do you talk to? How do you get permission? And then can you guarantee a train's not going to come down that train track? Well, people got killed. And and people got injured permanently when a train showed up and people were trying to get off the the train bridge fast enough and the train struck a set piece they had out there and it flung debris into people and the uh the girl who does the clapper that that's called the slate it's she was one of the uh, assistant camera persons she got killed her name was sarah uh i I can't remember her last name off the top of my head but we all know this story because jesus This is something that happened in the industry, and it changed our industry. The thing is, there's Ring of Honor, there's New Japan, there's still Impact, but then there are the the brands within the company of the WWE, and they control all of that, but not these other guys. So there is an industry out there. There's how we do it, there's how you do it, and there's... Like I said earlier, Ring of Honor, New Japan, they can pull moves that are not allowed in the WWE because they don't work as often. And because when they've got that much money wrapped up in these people, they want to see them performing every night they're scheduled to perform. And that's what the complaint is, that if you get injured, you're out for however long it takes for you to heal up until you can work again. Well... You shouldn't get punished for that. It's if you're school, doing man. so, there needs to be an independent board of inquiry that comes in and says, was this performer capable of performing that stunt? Yes or no? Was this something they had trained on? Did they have the appropriate hours of training? These things are necessary to save these people's lives because they, you know, they're not operating with helmets and they're taking no. steel chairs they're to the body, not to the head anymore. They're taking pieces of lumber. And, you know, when you watch these performances, you see these guys going through tables that are stacked three high. That's a fucking fall. That's a fall. If anybody in my industry fell off of a ladder, that like an eight-step or a 12-step ladder, let alone a four-step, 
we would reevaluate the situation and try to figure out, was this person allowed to be up there? Was this something they should be doing? You don't touch anybody else's equipment for a lot of reasons. And when you see, at least in the film industry, because A, it's not yours and you don't know what it's there to do. B, you could injure yourself. C, you could electrocute and kill yourself. D, it might be explosives. You have no idea. You just don't fuss with other people's stuff. And it's these stunts that we see where these guys are going through tables. Those tables are rigged to break apart. I mean, that's that. But, like, these falls are still injurious. Despite the fact that the tables are rigged and the ring is supposed to be... It, the ring allows for some of this. Uh, it gives. Except around the apron on the outside. So when you see that right. stunt performed, it's like, oh my god, that guy got really... He really did get hurt. But, you know, that's the beauty of it. This, this, this is a trained thing. Don't fucking try it at home. The complaint I'm making is that if somebody is injured to the point where they need to be out for so long, there needs to be a board of inquiry, and it needs to be an independent board. These people need to be paid independently of Vince. They need to be paid independently of the company. You know, there's I'm, a uh, there's a, uh, a hospital in Alabama that they always go to um, when they're really hurt from in-ring injury and. It only happens if you're hurt in ring. That's where Seth went. That's where Tommaso Ciampa went. And they've already told Tommaso Ciampa, you're done. Okay, so this isn't a... This is this is a hospital of specialists in wrestling? Or, or is it a hospital that is controlled by the company? Are these doctors uh, on the WWE specialist. payroll? Okay, that's Both. great news. Both. Uh, see, that's the thing I have a complaint about when it comes to CM Punk talking about the circumstances of, am I going to fly with a concussion? Am I going to keep working? There's a reason he's out. And it's because he worked after he was injured because I don't think the man was afraid. I think that he... I think he was trying to do what he was supposed to do. He was trying to be faithful to the corporation that put him in the limelight. And uh, then I think that he realized it was stupid. And that's one of the reasons he dropped. He did the pipe bomb promo. I think that's one of the reasons he... I don't know that he and his, his fiance set it up for them to do that knowing they would get fired. But it's one of the reasons they got fired. So, I mean, what I've got is there, you know, Jesse Ventura talking about unionizing. I don't see how that's a bad thing. I'm a union guy. Now, my grandfather would be rolling over in his grave, and he was a firefighter. Nevertheless, I talked to my kid's, uh, my kid's step-grandfather, who was also a fire chief, and said, Dude, were you, were you in a, are you in a firefighter's union? He said, Absolutely. I talked to his other grandmother, not my mother. And said, uh, were you in a teacher's union? She said, absolutely. And I was, I was thinking about that when I was thinking about unionizing. I, I'm in a union. And they look after me. And I look after them. And I look after people who aren't in the union. You know, you get out on set and there's so many opportunities to exploit. And what we're seeing is so much opportunity to exploit these performers. 
there's a certain degree of like, I guess maybe some of these guys are lucky. You've got these guys who got signed and they're getting buried. They're still performing somewhere. They're still getting to wrestle. They're still getting a paycheck. They're still traveling on their own damn dime. But in the end, they're not taking the hits that these other guys have to take. They're not taking the injuries because at the very least, when we're looking at the NBA and we, and I'm looking at uh, Andre Robertson on the bench for all these months, he's still, he's still traveling. Sometimes he's still sitting there on the sidelines in a suit because he's part of a team. And I don't think that team exists in the WWE as much as it should. Outside of that, I mean, I think that uh, these are my points. I think that these guys are uninformed and they don't have agents looking out for them. I think that, uh, and that's why they sign contracts that put them in a bad position. I think that their pension doesn't exist. And when we talk about Rowdy Roddy Piper, I think that is the freaking worst because even if you didn't watch wrestling when we were kids, you knew who Rowdy Roddy Piper was. You knew who Andre the Giant was. And you knew, you know who China was. Oh, yeah. You know oh, Macho yeah. Man Randy Savage. I'm sorry, man. I didn't know who Eddie Guerrero was. I'm not, not I'm not fault. saying that. Not I your didn't, fault. Not your fault. It, I didn't know, you know, and they have that whole segment in there about Jake the Snake. Let, don't, I mean, here, let me get started on that aspect. When you've got fans who love you so much that they're willing to throw money at you to help you out to get a surgery so that you can just live the best life you possibly can. That's, that is a real touching thing. When we go back and we talk about comic books, those guys, those artists and those writers weren't necessarily being taken care of either. And times have changed and things are a lot better, but there is a comic book fund out there to help these men in their, in their later years. These people are all, Hopefully, comic book defense club, baby. Exactly, they're aimed for their twilight years. Those guys aren't out there, be, you know, beating themselves up like the superheroes that they're writing and drawing and inking and coloring. <coughs> but you, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because you're talking about the old the old timers. Mm-hmm. Stan Lee was the Vince McMahon of the old timers. Yeah, we love the man. I get, I, we love I got Vince. What, I love Vince. I get, but he got what he wanted out of people, and then he moved the fuck on. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the fun, MO but... of being a of a of being a monopoly, a leader, the leader of a monopoly. He's an auteur. He's a dictator. You but know? now there's new things that are coming on, and I want to bring it back to John Oliver, where he's talking about the fans care about the wrestlers. Let's they take, shouldn't. Let's take shouldn't five, be, and then we'll get into that. Okay, cool. We're going to break for a second. We'll be right back. Okay, everybody? Guys, we're back from a a good piss break because we've been fighting (laughs) about some wrestling. But we got to wrap up uh, everything John talked about. This is Uh, a phenomenal thing. They they were talking about how there's been a lot of uh, fan-motivated, like, fundraisers for the wrestlers. And that's not the fans' responsibility. The fans should be showing up with signs and wearing the shirts. It's up to the company, in my opinion, to take care of their wrestlers and not do the bullshit. You got hurt. You cost us money. We're going to punish you and bury you when you're back in health because we can't get rid of you yet. Like they did with Seth. But Seth built it up. 
they they've punished so many people for getting hurt and that needs to end it's not the fans responsibility again we're not socialists but we've got to have you got to take care of your wrestlers they're out there sacrificing their body in their literal lifespan for their dream under your yeah yeah no i'm with you under your umbrella Take care of them. You're a billionaire. What the fuck is it going to do to your fucking coin purse if you take care of your wrestlers and have a legacy fund the way the NFL does? And he brought it up. Like, how the fuck is it that the NFL is taking <laughs> the moral high ground to the WWE who has more viewers? And, and, and another thing, like, WrestleMania has more viewers than the fucking Super Bowl. Well, WrestleMania, I think, it's like... The- what do you grandest have here? You've got, it is. It's the grandest stage of them all. <clears throat> and we, we, you know, you, you look at you look at what it is. You, the fan, and me, the fan, are already paying for their health care by buying a the- ticket to the show, by buying the T-shirts, by subscribing to the network. By everything that you can doing, you know, when you're buying a toy, a percentage of that's even going. That's, oh, I'm sorry, I, the, 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 the furtherance of that complaint, the exclusivity contract is a big problem. I get that's it bullshit. if these guys that's can't bullshit. go wrestle in New Japan, but what I don't get is the only ads I see with wrestlers <laughs> in it are... Uh, ads for wrestling toys that are WWE related, or a sn- the Snickers. Miz in a Snickers commercial. And, yeah, and, <clears throat> and, and, and it's bullshit. It's bullshit. If, okay, yeah, Chris Jericho, it's great for you. Like, yeah, we, uh, you're not under our contract anymore. Go ahead and go wrestle in New Japan, but don't get bigger than WWE. Exactly. My complaint is we saw Macho Man Randy Savage uh, pushing Slim Jims, and they're iconic. They're iconic. I, how did I that happen? I literally buy Slim Jims every time I'm buying a pack of some hot fries at, 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 the, at the gas station just yeah. to think about Macho Man. My kid didn't know anything about wrestling until he wanted to buy Slim Jims. And then I started talking to him about Macho Man Randy Savage and honestly why there were better beef jerkies to get. But nevertheless, uh, so obviously we are, not, we are not being sponsored by Slim Jim. But Tabasco flavored. No, I like uh, I like hard times jerky around uh, my region. Of oh, the oh, oh, that that hard stuff. times jerky, the one that comes with the toothpick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's, got the, it's got the the hobo, uh, the uh, the 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 uh, the train jumping hobo on the uh, package. Um, uh, hard times, hard times. If y'all are listening by chance, oh, uh, we'd appreciate a sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> we we will literally bring up every five minutes that we're sponsored by hard times for a truck of uh, <laughs> as much as free beef jerky. Yeah, yes. with that and also uh, regionally where I live, uh, Ralph's Mexican Banditos Jerky. Man, oh man, that is some good stuff. Uh, anyway, so what I'm getting at is Macho Man Randy Savage gets to get out there and play his character using his character's name in his character's costume with his character's voice. And those are all things that could have been licensed. And he was the pitch man for a beef jerky in the late 80s, early 90s. Why, if we have these kick-ass 
Twitter wars going on. If we have this kick-ass social media thing happening with all of our WWE superstars, aren't these guys allowed to go get off the exclusivity and do shoe commercials or car commercials or whatever? Why am I? See- I'm only seeing John Cena doing hefty bag commercials online. Hefty bag. I saw that shit. That was that was whack. <laughs> I, I, no, dude, I dig it. I don't care. I'm, I'm down with it. I want to see these guys pushing products. The WWE on every Raw and every SmackDown, every time anything remotely interesting happens, and it's usually revolving around Ronda Rousey, you see them show us, hey, look, this was well presented in USA Today and on Fox News and on CNN and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you guys want to be seen as credible, as as part of mainstream culture, but you're acting like an outsider, like an antisocial goth kid at high school. And we know all about that because we were those guys. I didn't do the eyeliner, but I was pretty militant. The thing being, let these guys the get out there and get a contract and get sponsors that aren't just Jimmy John's on MF and Brock. Lesnar and Lesnar and let them make more money because if you're not going to help them out with with health care with a pension with annuities that they can't even live to get to then they need to be able to get out there I just show and you know what hey I will be happy to help out with that because that's what I do anyways I just spent uh, seven or nine days I can't I don't even know right now off the top of my head doing a commercial with Russell Westbrook okay and I've done it over and over and over again help everybody out whatever I'm, I'm just saying sponsors these things make these guys money they can't all just keep showing up to do the marine you know one through 18 and uh I will say that was a great joke when he said that, that, that John Oliver said that joke that uh, about Lincoln. Love that movie, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. By the way, you got to watch Twelve Rounds starring Jonathan Goodman. Okay, okay. <laughs> Twelve, round, Twelve Rounds Two, by the way. Twelve Rounds One was um, John Cena. Basically, a cop has twelve bullets <laughs> locked <laughs> up somewhere. Ambrose did a kick-ass job. It was a piece of shit of a movie, but it was so much fun to watch. It was so much fun. Mm. The Marine movie was good. Um, The one with Stone Cold, the the one where they're on that island. What the hell was the name of that movie? Not The Runaways. Um, Castaway? No. It's something. It's it's something. (laughs) Castaway with Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's it's something (laughs) away. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, so Dude, let's, I just we got to progress. I just, I, I just want to wrap it up. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. Take care of your wrestlers. They're your product. Yeah, they have worshipped you since they can remember, except for like dumbasses like the Iconics that don't belong there. Um, dumbass cheerleaders. I want to be a wrestler now. Now fuck those bitches. Um, Talking about that's real rough, wrestlers, that's real rough. wrestlers. I gotta real shut you wrestlers. down on that. That's rough. You can't. It's, that's real harsh. <laughs> yeah, it's real harsh. And fuck those bitches because they don't fucking belong there. Man, don't All care. Right. Carry on. Do what you're gonna do. 
they're, 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 to me, in my mind, the Iconics are those chicks that are like, oh, yeah, I like Star Wars. I watched it with my brother once. In get like beyond the Iconics if you're that angry about them. <laughs> not, not that you're yeah. angry about them. It's how you're being angry about them. Take, take care of your wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They're your product. Give them the legacy contract the way the NFL does. Give them the, the health benefits. Don't make them pay for their own fucking travel Dude, from if, one country to another. One, one county to another. They are... Yeah, I mean, they are working towards a pension. Obviously, if you keep working, you develop a better pension. But maybe the pension age for wrestlers, I don't know if this is a federal thing or not, but it just occurred to me, if you retire at 45 because you can't wrestle anymore, then maybe you ought to have access to your pension right there. You know, we aren't all putting money into Aflac, which, you know, hey, that sounds like a pretty good thing. Anyway. It's an amazing segment, everybody. If you've got the uh, hour and 27 and 36 minutes uh, and 36 seconds uh, to listen to us go on about it, you should definitely go check it out. Check and it out. honestly, we might also need to run a, run a thing at the beginning of this that says, you know, hey, this is what we're talking about. You should probably go watch this and then get back to this. Real journalism. It was real journalism. It I really loved was. The research. Yeah. I love the research they did. Yeah. And – Let's talk about WrestleMania. Dude, I just, uh, yeah, the first thing I can say about WrestleMania coming up in the New York WrestleMania, even though it's happening in New Jersey, right? Um, it's Jersey. Yeah. Um, it's a big difference between how I perceive the way they, some of these characters are, it just how I perceive these characters now as opposed to a year ago. I was super hot for Bailey. I thought she was super rad. I really wanted to, you know, see where that went. Nia Jax, I was sucked in. And I couldn't give a flip about that now. And I, I think, I just don't feel like they're pushing those characters right. Or do they think we're going to get bored? I mean, what? It's just the way that they're being portrayed at this point that, I, I'm just like, what? Why? Why am I supposed to care about them anymore? And then I can't believe Ronda Rousey went from the most electrifying character that they had to this total heel turn in the last, you know, since January, anyways, since uh, since the Royal Rumble, I'm guessing. Yeah, it was a Royal Rumble. It was Royal Rumble last year when we were yeah. watching it with what's your name. She came out, and now. Beat up Stephanie and fighting alongside <laughs> Kurt Angle. I, I, I love Kurt Angle. I, I, I just love Kurt Angle. I love him with all of my heart. And I can't, I can't understand why they're wasting his final match on Baron Corbin. Like that we'll is get to such. That. I've got a theory. Yeah, I've got a theory. I yeah, got great, a theory. great. Let's get into it. Look, do you want to just do? Let's do predictions and then uh, let's do our predictions and talk about the matches as they are going to happen let's see agree let's start out with the andre the giant memorial battle royal God. who cares dude i love <laughs> i love the royal rumble i love this is what they're i can't remember they're all going to start in the ring right all 30 performers are going to start in the ring it, 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 it's it's not real rumble rules, but they get yeah. let loose periodically. But yeah, no, all right, that's fine. I, I, I don't, I'm just I don't care about this match. I loved the one last year so much, especially especially because Matt Hardy won, and especially because of the way he won. 
And uh, my number two in that match last year was uh, was a uh, uh, gold dust. And um, <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, I looked at the uh, what do you want to call it? The card for what's going to go on in that one, and I see Matt and Jeff Hardy are both in there, and that's exciting because I know they're they're just they can't keep going that much longer. Those guys are physically tore up. Those guys are a wreck. But every time I've seen Matt lately, he is looking healthy, looking flexible. Let's let him retire. Let's let, if those guys are retiring soon, let's let's do it while they can still walk upright. You know. Anyway, uh, I, I don't I don't care about this match. It's 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 a pointless. Why is this even happening? Why would you give? Andre the Giant, a memorial battle that never means anything, ever. All yeah, the guys like, I've ever won it have never done anything good from it. Uh, well, they don't. They don't carry a belt around, you know, because of it. They they have the trophy for a year, like the Stanley Cup or something like that. I don't know. They uh, that just but uh, it yeah. doesn't matter. Does it, it amount to anything? anything? You know, after the Royal Rumble never. or after the uh, Andre the Giant. Match last year. Uh, the only the only really exciting thing about it is they're doing a, a ladies iteration of it this year, and unfortunately right, before, the trophy before. is a stupid thing. It's a stupid cup with ribbons on it. Why? Because girls wear ribbons. Come on. Well, the Ultimate Warrior wore ribbons. He was a fucking like uh, 1985 fucking like uh, tri school banana seat fucking bike. He <laughs> <laughs> was my huffy. What my huffy huffy roaster <laughs> or ro- roaster roper? I can't remember what it was. Roadster, yeah. roadster, and, and it, it had the the streamers. Like, yeah. uh, every time I saw Warrior come out, like, hey, just like my just like my bike. Uh, not that that I'm hating on the Warrior. No, no, guys, no. chill out. I'm not hating the Warrior. It doesn't matter. Uh, if if I'm gonna pick someone, I'm gonna pick someone arbitrarily. Uh, Braun Strowman. Oh well, yeah. I mean, he's not performing anywhere else, so. If Maybe Nicholas make, will go out there and help his ass. <laughs> if they're gonna, you know, if you, you they could do something fun where they have like six guys get him out of it, and then they all turn on each other. That that would be fine, you know. Why not? But I, me personally, if uh, you know, I see Apollo Cruz standing a really really good chance. Um, nope, not gonna happen. No, you don't think so. Well, my my heart is still set on Matt Hardy because I just love the guy. Uh, what about the ladies? The ladies, uh, who cares? I'm gonna pick someone. <laughs> I'm gonna pick someone like it's not that the ladies don't matter. I'm just saying that this match doesn't matter. I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're gonna pick someone they might push, and oh, I'm saying Ruby. I'm saying Ruby Riot. Oh, that's yeah. They have been working with her a lot lately, and it's kind of it's kind of sad to me to see what happened to the uh, uh, absolution after Paige couldn't you know perform in ring any longer. So they needed a uh, they needed a caddy caddy girl squad, and they've got it out of the Riot Squad and Ruby Riot. I just I don't know. I mean, I, I like I Sarah Logan a lot. Oh, I love Sarah Logan, but like Ruby Riot looks like a hot topic from nineteen of two thousand one. Shit on her, and then that's what that's what she wears. Well, it's I don't you know her style doesn't matter to me. It's can she do the work? She, I never they never they never give her a mic. She's always hurt. Yeah, She's always they never hurt. give her a mic. I mean, what what 
You can't be a wrestler if you can't cut a promo. Even if you're the best wrestler in the world, I still need to see a promo. Unless your story, unless your character is, I don't talk on the mic for some reason, you know? Uh, it's just, it's, I don't know. I'm Me, personally, I, I honestly, I hope it goes to Asuka because she was the biggest oh, thing ever a year ago. But, and but they the, blew they're, they're, it. They're, they're burying her. I read in all the dirt sheets that they're burying her because she can't speak English. She can speak English. Can you believe English? that? There's, oh, that's, I hate it. I hate that. Then, then develop a new character. Give her an advocate. Have her go out there and yell angrily in Japanese like she does, because it's cool. It's the coolest thing when she does that. When she just gets out there and slaps somebody and then grabs them and is just like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so awesome. Dude. Like, change it up. Make it more interesting. The thing is, though, the people that win these uh, battle royale things, it never pans out. It's, 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 it's a show. It's, it's like, okay, we got to get people, people, people that wrestlers that people kind of like on the grandest stage, but it's still the pre-show. And even though they win this, Mojo Raleigh won it a couple years ago with the help of uh, Gronkowski from the fucking Patriots, and nothing ever happened with <laughs> Well, I, honestly, no, they, I, no. I, I, I want to see uh, – Asuka is still awesome. She's still just – she crushes. She's amazing. I don't know why they wouldn't do it with her uh, despite the fact uh, – that's just terrible. If that's the case, that's just terrible. Uh, either that or, you know, hey, Sarah Logan, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. They could really oh, develop her girl, some more. That girl, that girl I, needs a, that girl needs a push. That that girl can yeah. wrestle. I think that she is the least developed character that they have in the Riot Squad, uh, and she's up against two other people who have some things going for them. That's for sure. All right, let's carry on. Uh, All right, Bailey, Sasha Banks versus Beth Phoenix, Natalia versus the I I, I Iconics. Versus Nia Jax and Tamina in a four-way match for the Women's Tag Team Championship that doesn't mean jack shit right now because you have all these dumbass people going for the fucking Women's Tag Team Championship, and I hate all of them except Sasha and 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 Bailey. Like you, Beth Phoenix is a, is 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 there as a part timer. She's a mom. Yeah, that's not happening. I called that a while, a while ago. It's not happening. She's there for pure face value. There is no way in hell that they're going to put the belts on Nijax and uh, Snooka's daughter, uh, Tamina. Like, she can't wrestle. Like, they just go out there and hurt people. They are notorious for working so stiff. And then the Iconics. Um, no. Like, if they put the belts on the Iconics then it's going to shit on everything they've done to try to build these belts up. I think they're going to try to put the belts, keep them on uh, uh, Bailey and Sasha to keep this going or keep some shitty feud going with one of the three, four groups that are there. Yeah, it's kind of rough. Like, honestly, I'm sorry, but when they, when, when it comes to that part of the, the show, I'm usually like, okay, cool. I need to read a comic right now and I'm listening to it. But and that's terrible because I know these people are out there doing their job, and it's just I, it they're not putting enough 
backstage work into it to make it seem relevant. Uh, I doubt. I doubt they'll even get 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm going to basically come down to saying that uh, despite the fact that I do like Sasha Banks and I do like Bailey, and I even like Natalia. Um, I love, I, I, despite my best efforts, I always love Natalia. Yeah, Natalia. She's cool. Uh, I think that they're going to give it to the Iconics. I think it's going to go that way to piss us all off because I like the long game. And we know that Monday Night Raw is where things can change the very next night. And all you got to do is, that's what we saw like with Seth, Seth Rollins and uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler this year. You give it to them will, and you let, let you let that become a problem for three to six months, man. I will take a cheer to the face on a bet if the Iconics win. <laughs> <laughs> my, my buddy Cody... I will have him film it. I will take a chair to the face. We'll post no it on hands Facebook. up. No hands up if the Iconics win. But I'm going to do it on a day that's uh, uh, two days before the day before a day off. That if, when I eventually <laughs> get a concussion. All right. Who's uh, next? All right, all right. We've got uh, Kurt I'm sorry, Kurt Angle. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We hated him back in the day. Back in 2001, we were getting drunk and high in our uh, – our dorm room. We hated Goody Two Shoes, Boy Scout, Kurt Angle, and we called him Kurt Anus. And I still can't help it, but I still love him. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna pull a huge thing out of my ass, and I hope I'm right. And I think, I think I can sell you on it. Mm-hmm. They have not announced that the Undertaker is going to be a part of WrestleMania. Okay. Okay. It'd be the first time in like twenty eight something years he hasn't been in WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm calling. I'm calling it that Baron Corbin comes out, gets into the ring, the gong goes off, all the lights turn off, and Undertaker pulls him to hell from the bottom of the ring, and Undertaker finishes the match. I love it. I love that. It's a great idea. That would be uh, absolutely worth. All of this buildup, um, which isn't to say that I haven't enjoyed it. I have really – oh, man, I think – Gable uh, – Who? I'm sorry. Who is it that is – this is sad to say. Who is it that's working with Bobby Roode right now? Uh, that would Gable? be – Chad uh, Gable? Chad Gable, yeah. Okay, I'm glad I got that. Uh, the farewell tour matches that Kurt Angle has been doing – when he got out there and was like, dude, you're, you know, I'm, you're my hero and I'm so honored to be here. Dude, that was fantastic. That was fantastic. So to have The Undertaker, look, I want to see that every, I, every, every, every WrestleMania. I want The Undertaker to come out one match a year and kill somebody. Murder him. Take him Just to hell. Murder. That's what I thought happened murder to John Baron Cena. Corbin. Last year, John Not- Cena made that big fuss, got out there, got tombstoned by uh, The Undertaker. And I didn't see him or hear from him for months. And, of course, he was off doing movies, and I get that. But it would have been amazing if the John Cena character had been killed. Uh, and that's a great way to get a guy out of entering wrestling until they decide they're going to come back. Because, you know, it could be Marvel Comics and nobody ever dies. But uh, it, it, would, it, would, it would help Baron Corbin out. He gets dragged to hell. He disappears for a month, comes back dizzy, doesn't know where he is, has a new look. No more of that bullshit. I, I just oh, went yeah, to but... express, went to express <laughs> and got dressed, and then came into the ring. 
like, why are you here? Oh. Where have you been? I don't know. It give writes him, itself. Give him a matching, like, metal demon so he can make a real thing out of it with Finn Balor. And they can have, have a demon fight. DDD demon fight. Sabado, Sabado, Sabado. Oklahoma and City. Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, for real. Change Bar- <laughs> I, I have enjoyed Baron Corbin all year. Uh, because he, That's- dude, that guy is doing a great job. He doesn't <laughs> no, let the not. booze bother him. He, it's, he yeah, plays well, into you're it. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's he does a, a good he's job. He's a good, he's a, dude, he has worked out great. And, uh, Some of the best wrestling I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, in the end, I don't know if he's a really great wrestler because they have this character of him running around being a coward and stuff like that. I'd love to see the guy actually do some work. I don't need him to be a baby face. I think he should come. Yeah, that's a great idea. Or even better than that, I would love everybody who is one of Kurt Angle's best friends to come out the ramp at the same time and, and, and like, a massive outrageous congratulations something like that you know something i just hope it's not john cena that interrupts and then takes over i don't, I don't want cena i don't want i don't want cena to put angle to bed no well, i want to be the undertaker he angle yeah, deserves the undertaker to put him to bed i think that would be an awesome idea man that's really really cool though i i just don't want to see kurt angle killed or you know i don't want to see him I don't want to see negative things happen to him because I, I guys, subscribers and listeners, I have not been watching wrestling forever. I think you can obviously tell that, but like I came into Korea being with Star the, Trek when we do our summer cast. Yeah. We, we, you know, yin and yang, if you want to be prissy about it, but the, uh, uh, the Kurt angle that I've fallen in love with was the GM, the general manager of, of raw. And I and I've gone back and watched watched a lot of his matches, and I, I just love him because of that. So uh, there's no you, there's no world where Baron Corbin is going to win that match. None. Not not in this lifetime. Sub, not in this lifetime. Sub zero percent chance of Baron Corbin winning that. I you know they could do anything, and I whatever they do. Tears. There will be tears. That's that's my projection. <laughs> There will, but I'm calling I'm calling Undertaker. I'm pulling that out of That's my That's a great ass, idea, man. and I love that. That's a great idea. Uh, uh, Y2J, you know, Chris Jericho Mahara was talking about uh, someone else putting him in bed, and it was just like, uh, no, that's a bad idea, dude. It, it needs to be the under, the gong needs to go off, and mm-hmm. the Undertaker needs to come out from under the ring and pull him straight to hell. I really and hope then, they do that kick-ass lightning and, strike gag again. Oh, that, that was, was awesome last year. It totally took me by surprise. It was shocking. Okay, we've got... <laughs> Part of the part of the kickoff show is Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese for the I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right because I never watched Cruiserweight Championship. I don't care. I don't even want to comment on it. Um, number ten, Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor. Nope, the and demon. Just, it's the demon. They just released. It's gonna be the demon. The demon has never lost. I can't imagine him coming away from that without the strap. And, uh, but that's also one of those things. It's one of those things I say, you know, I want us, I want to see the Oklahoma city thunder defeat Oakland or whatever, whoever, you know, golden state, whoever the baddest ass guys are at their fighting best. I want to see really... Finn Balor capable of defeating 
any opponent without having to pull out the demon. Though I will say the demon is always fun and cool, you know. But they didn't—they didn't pull out the demon uh, last pay per view when he when he lost to Lashley, right. which I was surprised. Like, and and then okay, so if they pull the demon out, and the rumor is like you know obviously the demons never lost. I was at Takeover in Dallas when he came out, and oh my god, it was ungodly good. Um, I, I don't want them to ruin the streak that the demons got. Well, they uh, ruined Oscar's really want- streak. Yeah, because they just didn't care. Uh, they just yeah. the room, like I said, rumors like she just doesn't speak good enough English or English well enough. If I'm gonna Man, get that, I, that's that. just the the most. That's just infuriating. That is infuriating. Who do you think? That's nothing that who they do you can't got, fix. Who do you who do you got for the demon versus Lashley? Totally the demon. Absolutely the demon. Honestly, I hope that Lashley, because you know that uh, Man of the Hour. Is going to come out and be a problem. And uh, I hope it's not some regular Monday Night Raw bullshit, which honestly I don't feel like it's bullshit to have these things, uh, you know, blow up out of the ring and everything where you've got extra guys coming out constantly and helping out. But, um, you know, you know that Bobby Lashley's old man is going to be there with him. And that guy's guy's awesome. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He, I mean, he's an he's an actor. He's a athlete. That guy's like, what the hell is his name? I can't suddenly recall it. Uh, damn. Uh, Black anyway. Dynamite. Black Dynamite. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Leo Rush. It, it's just that. Uh, honestly, I would love to see the makeup come off of Finn. To the point where he's like, oh my god, I don't have the de- the demon power now or whatever, and he still wins. You know? Maybe I didn't I would, need I the would, demon would, to win. I would rather them the makeup come off and then forehead cut and he ends it covered in blood. That'd be rad. But no, there's no way I they're going to do I'll, that on purpose. Not on purpose, but no. it could happen. Uh, okay, so yeah, let's move on. That's my... It's absolutely got to be the demon. We, we, we got demon. We got demon. All right. Number uh, Usos versus Ricochet and Alistair Black versus The Bar versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev in a fatal four-way match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I've got the Usos. Uh, you know what? Yeah, they're really growing on me. Um, you said it was Ricochet and oh, Alistair Black? Yep. And The Bar and uh, Rusev and uh, Shinsuke. Man, you know what? i, I got to say it. I haven't seen... I haven't seen Aleister Black and Ricochet lose yet. And well, uh, that's why the, that's why that's why they're going to lose. They're still yeah. they're still jobbers. I think the only reason they're going to give it to the Usos is because the Usos and uh, JSO's wife Naomi have been very vocal about wanting to leave WWE, and their contracts are are about to expire. Well, then fine. And it doesn't matter. Give it a, to the Usos. And, and AEW is very interested in the Usos. They would take them in a heartbeat. I don't think that they're going to let the Usos lose simply to make them happy and keep Naomi and not let them go to AEW in order for them to, you know, like, yeah, we'll give you a couple of good matches. We'll let you keep the belts for a bit, and then we're just going to bury you. Mm, yeah. No, yeah, but you've convinced me. You've convinced me. They're not going to give it to the bar. And uh, no. as much as I like Shinsuke... I don't. I just don't see that either. 
Shinsuke and Rusev never win it at, at WrestleMania. It's it's just it's just bad. I mean, like yeah, Shinsuke like pulled that swerve last year. That was but uh, amazing. Nothing, nothing, nothing to really write home about. I mean, they're underutilizing Shinsuke and Rusev. I mean, Rusev is fucking badass. Mm-hmm. When he came out a couple years ago in a tank, waving waving the uh, uh, Bulgarian flag. I mean, it was just so rad. And they just keep burying him. I mean, they they bury Lana. The sheep is she's trying to be a wrestler, but she always gets hurt. Like they're not going to let her wrestle anymore. I, I sincerely doubt they're going to ever let her really be full time on on the roster. But I, it, it, it mathematically it makes sense that it's going to go to the Usos because. Ricochet and Alistair Black. Uh, first of all, Ricochet is still on the NXT roster. Alistair Black is not. Um, so that's not going to happen. They might have some good spots. They might win by DQ, but still not a, a legit win. Um, that's all I got for that one. That's a good point. Hmm. You got the Usos? <sighs> yeah, I guess I do. I guess I do. That's a. It's just too compelling to go outside of that i didn't i didn't have anybody selected before that except for ricochet and alistair black but that's just because they haven't lost they're just pushing them so hard well they're gonna get over regardless if exactly. they win or lose yeah whether they win or lose so if it doesn't make lose, sense to put lose them at mania yeah win at mania because you'll lose at mania because you're like regardless you're gonna put on a great show oh my gosh can you believe i mean it's not as if people haven't seen them perform who are going to be at WrestleMania. So, right. I mean, oh wow, yeah, those guys. No, are oh, no, 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 don't, don't get me wrong. I, I really need to preface it that I want Alistair Black and Ricochet to win. If I was going to like pick it, book it, I want those guys to win. I want them to get over so hardcore. But I don't think that's going to happen, yeah. which is why I'm. I also don't see I, them I'm, being a team for that much longer. Oh, no way, man. Like, uh, th- their tag team reminds me of when Stone Cold Steve Austin was paired with uh, Cactus Jack. It just, <laughs> it, it was only for a little bit, and it was a lot of fun. And, like, you know, they did the dude love thing, mankind thing. Like, it was only there for a little bit, or even, like, the Rock and Saw connection with Mankind and The Rock. It was only going to happen for a little bit. It was only for fun. Yeah. But... I think that that's how I feel. Like, these guys are not tag team guys. These guys are individual, destroy everyone that comes in their way, especially Oscar Black. If you haven't noticed the way he connects, he connects with those kicks. Jesus Christ. And then the ricochet can literally dodge the bullet with the fucking Matrix. Yeah, he's he's out of control. I just – he's a face. Alistair Black is destined to be a heel. That's just the way his character is built. Oh, yeah. And, like, even his name alone. They, they don't, yeah. You don't pick Alistair as a name unless you're trying to reference Crowley. And then he does, like, he's got all the tattoos. All his logos are uh, somewhat in reference to, like, satanic sigils or pagan sigils. They're, they're real close on. Yeah. Uh, back in the uh, – and, and, and just to put in perspective – uh, before Alistair Black really took off in WWE, they did this with Baron Corbin. You know that you know I, I wore like either wrestling shirts or Blackcraft Colt. Yeah, Blackcraft Colt was put over uh, the 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 owner 
is married to a former WWE uh, diva and is a wrestling fan. And I remember back in like 2005, I remember watching a scene Baron Corbin was wearing only black craft and had, had the patches on his backpack. Uh, Corey Graves, like when he was doing his tattoo show, only wearing black craft. Every time he saw Seth Rollins behind the scenes, only black craft cult shirts. And then when um, Corbin was initially moving up to the main roster, he was wearing a really iconic one of the original Blackcraft Colt shirts, which is a lone wolf with the uh, you know the the upside down cross on the forehead. And they let him wear that for a while, and then they they did the end of days shirt, and then uh, they did the same thing with Aleister Black. They let Aleister Black have a con- a brief if if not brief contract. With Blackcraft Colt, Blackcraft Colt did Alistair Black stuff. Uh, um, um, I remember seeing a couple of people at Mania wearing their shirts. Uh, and then who else did it too? There's someone else that's in uh, – let's see. So Corbin, Seth, and then um, Alistair Black had, had, had Blackcraft. But they ended it uh, – Blackcraft Gold now has its own independent wrestling show, and that's that's done. But they still, you will still see them like backstage with a backpack, and you'll still see Blackcraft Colt shirt. Uh, Blackcraft Colt makes the T-shirts for uh, Black and Brave Wrestling, which is uh, Seth Rollins's independent wrestling school in uh, in Iowa. Um, they make all their shirts. Yeah, it's yeah. all it's all Blackcraft Colt sponsored, and I'm sorry to like get on, on something like. A tangent like a brand but it means <laughs> it means something to people if you, if, you, if you if you look back occultist symbols have been there for a while if you if you watch the acolytes or the apa when they were actually in their wrestling gear and their tights their tights are covered in satanic sigils creepy it but but it was like you know the the late 90s or the 2000s no one would have known that unless someone was in the know it just looked cool because they were the acolytes and they were badasses, but how would you know that those are all satanic pagan symbols? Wiccan, whatever you want to fucking call it. All of it was satanic pagan. And here we go. Mm-hmm. It's 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 getting bigger and you know, Alsha Black's going good. He's his tattoos aren't satanic. He's just got, got a lot of really kick ass tattoos. I read an interview with him the other day where about how paralyzed he was with anxiety. He like you read these articles, like yeah, I've got anxiety. He literally had anxiety to yeah. to, to to be successful, but he wasn't being a pussy about it. But he talked about it, and and his wife just took care of him. It was a wonderful fucking story. My wife took care of me. I was scared shitless from Amsterdam, coming from WXW. And and then now I'm NXT and champ, and then I get hurt, and like, what the hell am I going to do now? I'm on the ring roster. Like, it was an avalanche to him. I'm sorry, getting so like off off a topic, but it's important to me that that it gets talked about because he brought it up, and he's a badass, and he deserves what he gets. And I guess we're going to move on. <laughs> Samojo prediction: Alistair Black doesn't win after all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, Usos. 
Usos win. Please don't go to AEW. Please, please, we'll give you we'll, we'll give you the straps. Just don't go to AEW. We'll give you a longer yeah, longer contract. Go there and be badass there too. They're awesome everywhere. <laughs> Especially with Naomi. All right, so we right. got Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? It's going to happen. Ray Ray was. Uh, uh, Did they clear him today? Oh man. You know what? I don't know. I don't know about that. It, it was like an ankle injury. I, I don't yeah. think he's that hurt. I, I think they're they're probably going to tape him up, and he's still going to do it. But I doubt it's going to be longer than like fifteen minutes. I know but that at this this is never going to happen. But what we were talking about earlier with Dean Ambrose getting injured, Seth, or, or, uh, you know, I mean not Seth, uh, Samoa Joe injured him, and they've never come into contact again. Like right. Despite the fact that they're obviously going to do something massively shield at this event, then, uh, or they don't even have Dean at all. <laughs> if Ray Ray can't fight, then get Dean out there to fight him as revenge for injuring him for nine months, you know? I don't, I don't even think Dean's even in the uh, Andre, uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Not, I don't think he's, he's even I think in they're that. saving him for, for something else. Clearly, we have a major match coming up between uh, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, which that that's, like, really forced, uh, but not nearly as forced as Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar was last year, the lead-up to that. Um, oh, God. But, uh, you know, where do you utilize Dean? In one of those or the other? or Because, uh, you know, they're not going to pull Dolph out since Dean dissed Dolph so hard. Not Dean, Drew. Drew dissed Dolph so hard uh, to make it a whole thing that would capitalize on all the cool shit they did this year. They're just not going to do it. I've never seen nope. anybody throw away something nope. that they could utilize faster than the WWE. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. Um, Ray Ray, Samoa Joe, probably if it happens, Joe. If it, uh, if it happens, I'm going to disagree with you and say it's going to be Ray Ray. I hope it's uh, Ray Ray. Who do, I mean, I hope loved it. Ray Ray. All right, all right. So let's be clear here. Who do we want to win? Ray Ray. Who is probably going to win? Samoa Joe. Agreed. Uh, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre all the way. Drew, they're they're going to – there's too much money in this feud. They've been building Drew up for so long – and they're doing a kick-ass job with it. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and yep. I don't think they're punishing Reigns in putting him with Drew. I think they're putting him with Drew to put Drew over. And it's it's working, man. It's working. Yeah, uh, and, you know, nobody's booing Roman yet, right? Nope. Uh, I mean, what's the standard time that you can boo some guy after he just got over cancer? <laughs> That's a... <laughs> Uh, that question, wow. Um, let me check with my record keepers on that one. Let's, let's check our database and our, uh, our secretaries. I don't uh, think anybody has long... ever been booed after they had cancer for any reason. Unless they were like a pedophile also. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, we don't care that you're Ooh. back. You're a pedophile. Uh, seriously, yeah, I mean... Roman might finally be over in the in the right way. He might finally be the guy he deserves to be. 
He deserves the push he's that done, they gave him. Though he's done the job. I would much rather him still expand on his capabilities. Um, I want I want to see a good match. I don't want to see fifteen spears and like fifteen Superman punches. I, I want to see I, some real wrestling with here. Ten new amazing moves and then introed one phenomenal finisher that, you know, it's like watching, I, I hate watching Brack Lesnar because it's all F5s, you know? F5, oh, it's F5. Not, how many F5s Suplex does it take? Suplex you know, City. one F5 should kill a guy, right? But an F5, he's got to do six or eight to somebody to wear them out, and then just he fucking toys with them for five minutes, and then he finally defeats them, right? It's just stupid. And, like, so, I mean, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see that with Roman Reigns. I want him to have more moves. And I want him to get, I mean, the Superman punch, the Iron Man thing, the hoo all of that crap needs to be supplanted by other amazing shit. You know? It is the age right. of Ricochet. It is the age of Aleister Black. It's the age of high-flying. There's no Will reason Osprey, why, why, why Roman Reigns can't do amazing stuff. Yeah, let him wrestle. Just let he, him have fun. He wrestles like an action figure with merely six points of articulation. And then you get, like, Ray Ray out there, and he's got 36 points of articulation. Roman Reigns can do better. And if he's if he's ever going to be the guy he deserves to be, he's got he's to gotta branch out. Drew McIntyre winning? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I think Drew needs a win, man. I think I think he's we need won I think all the things he's done lately. He's beat the shit out of Dean over and over again. He that was such a clown match, though. Really, uh, a fucking last man standing match that only lasted like barely six seven minutes. No, 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 Bullshit. No, what about the uh, Falls Count Anywhere match a week before that? That was out of control. It was contrived. It was obvious. It was. <sighs> Well, it that's what I was so, talking about. It, no, 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 but it, no. But it was... I know the way... You're, you're talking about a different one when you're saying it's a five-minute match. This one lasted, like, 20 minutes, and it went everywhere. It went through concession stands, out in the lobby. Oh, it yeah. It went through the T-shirt oh, yeah, yeah. racks. It was freaking cool. And, you know, Drew jammed a freaking pencil in his face. And I know that was, you know, well-crafted fakery, but it was awesome because it was like, oh, wow, you know, we're going there. We need to go there. I mean... Unfortunately, now we're seeing, we're talking, we're still talking about Drew, but now I've got to bring up Miz and Shane in that they're going to have a Falls Count Anywhere match. And it's like, Wait, I get did, that did, we, did, did, did we say definitively who we pick? I'm uh, still I'm talking Drew. about it. Uh, okay. If you're going to do that, now it's turned into a like, oh, well, yeah, hey, that was, that did something. Let's do that. So Drew and Roman... If that stays confined in the ring, fine. I'd love for, you know, hey, I'd love for Dean to come out and do something, but I don't know if this is the place to do it. But they've got a big problem with one another. And if Drew asks for help, and who would he get help from? Kevin uh, Owens? Is Kevin no, doing anything? He, no, Kevin is not slated for anything WrestleMania. I don't think he was even in the uh, uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royale. And Baron Corbin and... And uh, and Lashley, they were all teamed up against people recently. 
I don't see why one of them wouldn't come out, except that they've already done something in WrestleMania and, and, and by that point. And it's like, you know, eh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say Roman. I'm going to, I dig why you're saying Drew, but I'm going to say Roman because Roman hasn't won anything since he came, since he got back and he didn't win last year. All right. Uh, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. God, I want AJ Styles to win. He needs his WrestleMania one, man. He needs he, it. He's, this isn't good enough for him. He needs bigger. He deserves bigger. He deserves a bigger it, belt, a bigger They need they need to push him hard this year. They, they they the story between him and Randy Orton was so arbitrary like, okay, right it's after contrived. Rumble, oh, we're just going to like why do you not build this up throughout the year? Um cuz they don't know what they're going to do with people until 6 weeks out. You know? Orton will do the job, but like it's, I mean, Orton will play ball. He, he he knows where his his money is. But I'm thinking because AJ took that RKO off off the, uh, when uh, uh, Orton caught him off the uh, um, Styles uh, Phenomenal Forum and caught him for oh, the man. RKO. For the, that was gorgeous. But at the same time, though, I think because of that, I think they're going to put it on Orton, even though I want AJ to win. Yeah, no, I dig. It's amazing. We flip-flopped on our... Two last ones. All right, what's next? Lesnar, Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Oh, man, God. God, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. He, I, what I want to see him do is I want, I want, uh, uh, you know what? I don't want to, blo- I don't want to say that now. And I say, I think, you know what? All right, yeah, so, I'm going to go there. Antietam. The Battle of Antietam. The Battle of Sharpsburg, if you're a Southerner. Noise. Uh, the Battle of Antietam was the battle that the United States won against the Confederacy uh, for a lot of reasons, but mainly they had to slaughter themselves against the masterful and, and timely arrivals of Stonewall Jackson. Uh, they just killed themselves trying to win that battle. And the only reason they won in the end was because they held the territory at the end of the day. The Confederacy left the battlefield, so it was a technical victory, despite the fact that the Confederacy persisted and they didn't chase them. I want to see... Also, like, it was bloody as you would not believe. So many United States lives, let alone Confederate lives, were lost to win that victory... That was no longer that was not capitalized on. Thus, the war continued, uh, and mainly that has a lot to do with George McClellan, who was the commander there. Um, Seth Rollins needs to be virtually dead by the end of that match. He has to give up his body, like he said he would. I will. He like he needs to come off like Luke Skywalker at the end of The Empire Strikes Back, but still win. He needs to be beaten to hell. He needs to come off like uh, Nathaniel in The Last of the Mohicans. Beaten and bloodied, but he still wins. He loses his brother. He loses uh, all this blood. He's cut, you know, but all this stuff. But 
and he's not even the last of the Mohicans. You know, his father is. He. It. This is. This is the story that needs to be told. For time immemorial, Brock Lesnar needs to come back. He needs to be defeated in such a way that makes him reevaluate why he was ever doing this at all. To make him want to come back. Like, they need the story more than they need I love your the point. product. That, that's, that's, that's beautiful. But to w- make him want to be part of the WWE game exactly. and not just be like a part-timer. They need to... It, Oh, it's got to be it's got to be Batman breaking Bane's back this time after a long oh, that's a good knockdown one. I like that. drag it. Yeah. Like a, a long it's got to be the curb stomp heard round the world. Yeah. I want to see Seth Rollins uh, it's, this is an insane thing to say but like he needs to lose an eye, he needs to like get half of his hair burned off, he needs to have yeah. broken fingers, he needs to have um, he, he needs to re-break his knee. Like, he's got to have broken ribs. He's got to be John McClane at the end of every Die Hard movie, stacked one on top of the other. Like, there's no Agreed. way he could defend that title on Monday Night Raw. He needs to come out in a wheelchair or be in the hospital at the end of it and be like, I freaking won. I sacrificed everything to win it. And that's what it took. That's what it took there's for me be- to win this. There's got to be three hurt refs before one one ref, the last fourth one, comes out and finishes yeah. it. It's got it's got to be that violent. And uh, the, but what scares me though is when people go too far with Lesnar, he gives receipts out. If you remember uh, when Braun Strowman uh, went too far with him and and uh, Lesnar shot on him, like full on full on, you know, glass jaw punches. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's got to be sold like that, and I want it to be. I want Rollins to have his WrestleMania moment that is the complete opposite of his uh, big win a couple of years ago in 2015 uh, in 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 California, where he stole it. He you know he he cashed in. He pinned Roman, not Lesnar, and then and then the next night on Raw. Lesnar freaked out demanding his rematch and Stephanie like, you know, just, you know, uh, doesn't terminate him. She put, he puts her on, uh, on, on timeout. <laughs> yeah. And then, and okay. He did that epic run as the chicken shit, uh, yeah, champion. Right. right. But it's, it's time for him to win it clean in the ring. The shield needs to come out and hold him up. Oh my for that god! Epic last bit, if that's for the that last thing last Dean bit. ever does, that needs to happen. Like for that epic last bit, he's got to win clean in the middle of the ring and beat the beast. Because he was the know, king slayer. Oh god! If be- he can't do it, if he doesn't slay the beast, if he doesn't slay the king, and he gets defeated, then Dean needs to come out there and beat the flying shit out of Brock Lesnar. You know, and then like take that strap and stick it on Seth, despite the fact that he's not going to have it. Uh, it's just you're, something you're, like you're, that. You're absolutely, you're this, absolutely correct. This needs when, to be when, a and, story moment. It's 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 a no brainer. It's a no fucking brainer. I mean, better than this that, is, Brock Lesnar could like D, like you know they they would do it it would be a DQ moment you know i don't see how it would continue seth rollins could be on the verge of death 
out there, and then Dean comes out and gets beat to within an inch of his life and dies. And <laughs> and uh, then Seth gets up and revenge kills him or whatever. And I mean, like, they don't do that. They just don't do that stuff. Because you never know if you're going to get that contract back. But if, if, if they kill Dean Ambrose... And uh, then, you know, there's no, you know, yeah, his contract is over. Whatever. It'd be awesome to see what Renee did. They're never going to do that, though. That would be wild. That would be out of control, man. <clears throat> that would be right. dynamic, incredible guts for storytelling, and they're not going to do that. Anyway, I, I honestly, I, I, Man. They're they're gonna want to try to make this as big as possible because they've the, done the women a better are... job of that than any of the other bouts they've been doing. I agree, and they're gonna want to pick up the pace because the women are deservedly the <laughs> main event. Jesus Christ, they fucking no, deserve. Man, we'll get to that. Too uh, long. In let, let, let's let's. So who's our guy? Let's who's touch, our winner? Let, uh, I'm I'm. Oh Jesus! We this just ruined heart. our like Seth Rollins all the way. We ruined it by this, the this, better. This the, hurts my heart. The better stars. This this hurts my heart, but I want I want Rollins to win, but they're gonna put the they're gonna put it on. No, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna fucking say it. Rollins is gonna win and stomp the beast in the dirt. I don't care what anyone says. I want that to happen, and that's where I'm putting my money. That's what we all want to happen. I'm there, man. I'm with you. Uh, I want to see that happen. Uh, nothing. We got. I mean, just to, all of the guys that they have thrown against Brock Lesnar. That it, it, for Seth I want Rollins that to, to do it. For Seth Rollins, this is a year. It's two years. It's multiple. How many? I don't know how many days that he's had that belt, but all of the guys that they've thrown against him, and if Seth did it, if they could change the story for Brock to want it again instead of just cruising on it, you know? That's it. I know, Our right? guy is Seth Rollins. I'm going to be wearing that shirt whether I'm at work or not, and that's the tragedy of it. I am wholly concerned that I'm going to be at work and that uh, we won't be able to uh, – I won't be able to start watching it until I get get home that day. But i got to work because right, I've been broke, guys. That's just the way it goes. i got to make money. All right, next. Let's, let's, let's touch quick on two different matches before we get to the two better matches. Uh, Shane – Shane O'Mac versus The Miz. I'm, I'm picking Shane O'Mac. Oh, yeah. They haven't. They haven't actually fought, right? Have they? Since uh, this whole business went down with them, they really They've made had Shane some heel real fast, huh? Oh, I love. I love heel Shane. Shane is pure heel. Shane is Mister McMahon Junior. And that has to happen. But I'm picking Shane in this. Uh, I think they're gonna bring the Miz's dad out and it's going to be even more disrespectful and Shane is just really going to do something to the dad. Oh, you're right. Like, this is a false count anywhere. Yep. Oh my God. I want it to go crazy, dude. I want it to be more weird Who do you want and to crazy win? than Braun Strowman last year. Who do you want to win? Who are you picking? 
The Miz. I'm picking, I'm Shane. picking the Miz. Okay. That's fair. Even if he does it the wrong way, even if he does it through villainy, even if he's face right now, because he deserves to be a face. It'd be amazing to see him be a face for a long time. He has been a self-serving prick for so long, but it felt like they were going to start a face turn with him uh, since, you know, he had kids and things. And it'd be oh, really dude. amazing for him to be a face instead dude, of, Shane's, Shane's been a face for a long time. Like, you don't remember what it was like back in the early 2000s when he was just a piece of shit with his even bigger piece of shit, big titty sister. And it was awesome. And right now, they're doing the heel turn on him, and I want Shane to win. I want just him to because like, I want be a virus jump. and take over the whole company. Like we Me should too. be seeing Vince McMahon being a face by this time next year that we're all in support of, and we want him to hold on to the company because Shane becomes too big and dangerous. You know what I mean? Okay, so are we going to copyright this when it happens so we can sue the shit out of him for, like, literally stealing your idea? Because Dude, that is April amazing. April 5th, 2019. It's a Friday night. It's 1027 p.m., and we're talking about this we're, right we're now. We're calling it. Yeah. We can come back to this at any given moment and say we put this take, out there on the Internet. <clears throat> hey, guys, we want a job. We, we, That's what we I both, want. We want a job <clears throat> and $200,000. $200,000. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take two hundred. I'll take that two hundred thousand dollars. I need a signing bonus. All right. So. Oh, I know, right? I do too. And I also want the clause that when and if I get hired, well, you and I get hired, that there's a clause in our contract that it, when and if we get fired, because it's going to happen, mm-hmm. that we only will get fired by the old man, and <laughs> I am not going anywhere until I hear you're fired. <laughs> Yes, sir. My ass is fired. Over and out. I'm recording this. I'm going to jerk off to it later. It'll be great. Uh, thanks for everything. Talk to you later. See you in four years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then uh, uh, what's the next match? Triple. All right. This one is the one that is bugging me. Uh-huh. Triple H versus Batista. Is there any reason so, why Triple H should, other than this, retire from in-ring competition? No. No, he's not hurt. Uh, he got hurt a couple like couple months ago, but he's fine now. And then what's he's the other clause a... that Batista loses, and what happens to him? Uh, I don't think anything. I don't remember any other clauses. Basically, Triple H loses, and he has to retire forever. Um, there's something. Okay, so when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, before the movie came out, they brought Batista back in, and they gave him a promise that they were going to put the belt back on him right and they and they fucked him they they reneged they indian gave whatever you want to call it and he had a big problem with it they did not put the strap on him and now he's back and i'm thinking about how a couple years ago in california and wrestlemania when seth won the strap that uh, it was sting for the first time versus triple h sting had never been in a wwe ring yeah they finally got him in, and as he's is, it's against Triple H, and as the the fight's going on, the the the, the match, um, the original DX comes back out, mm-hmm. and then original NWO comes out, and then Triple H hits him with a sledgehammer. One, two, three. Of course, Sting wasn't going to win, 
they they just didn't put him over, even though it should have happened. Yeah, he was the biggest thing ever, right then, right? In WCW, yeah, but um, back in the day. But with the knowledge that they fucked Batista out of the strap back when, uh, like, what, in 2014 when Gordon's Galaxy first came out? Mm-hmm. They fucked him out of the uh, out of the belt. Would they actually put it? Would they actually put him over for a W at Mania? I'm yeah, totally. This is this is, this, this is where I'm torn. Would they give it? Would they give it up to him because they're playing ball? Because he's part of Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy crew, and they're about to be bought by Fox, or are they gonna fuck him? Fox. Fox is a Disney product now, right? Fox is a Disney product now. Everything's working for Disney. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Everything everything is going to be Disney here in a minute. That's this, uh, this is I think the it's onion, all business. The onion uh suggested that several years ago. Um If he wants to come back and he wants to be involved all the time now, I don't see why they don't do it. You know, he can come back and he can leave and he can go do a movie. If he's dead, if he's actually dead, I mean, he's supposed to kill Thanos. This goes beyond. So, like, if he gets injured in the ring and he can't show up for uh, filming or something like that, but we've already done it. The movie's going to be out at the end of April, 26th of April. Avengers Endgame. So that's all filmed. So he can't get injured now. You know what? I think Triple H wins because there's no reason that Batista can't lose. And then Batista will keep coming back and being a problem all year. Oh, he's never going to do that, dude. Why not? You know, his promos <laughs> suck. They are terrible. No, he's, he's terrible. And I'm like, you know, like, you know, his intro music is done by Saliva. Remember that shitty band from like 2001? That's his yeah. intro song. That's uh, but that's, that's sick too. Okay, so I'm. I think Triple H wins. I think Triple H wins too. And I think he comes out uh, in uh, Drax, full body Drax makeup too. I would love that. That would be amazing. Yeah. What's next? All right. Uh, Triple H, I'm sorry, no, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston, the real moneymaker on this oh one. Oh my gosh, Kofi, yeah, this is, the, it, it, the, the two most important matches, oh man. <clears throat> I'm picking Kofi, I'm picking Kofi yeah, because Kofi. Daniel Bryan. it's gotta be I'm, Kofi. I'm, it's gotta be Kofi, they're, they're gonna continue the rivalry between uh, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre to keep that money going. They can still keep the rivalry going with Daniel Bryan after the fact, but if the New Day eventually gets uh, the Tag Team Championships, uh, probably the next day on Raw or SmackDown, and they get built up the way the Shield was back when the Shield had the the Copper Belts and the USA Championship, but better because Kofi's got the championship. You can keep that feud going, but also another thing is that Daniel Bryan knows how to play ball, and he knows what it was like to not be wanted by the WWE. He knows what it's like to not be put over or liked by the old man. And he still became undisputed champion. 
it was wonderful. It was it was it was the night. Uh, you know you know how they do the Connor's cure every year. Yes. The 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 WrestleMania where Connor was there. After Daniel grabbed the belt and started screaming, he got immediately out of the ring and picked Connor up because no one expected yep, this yep, yep. short man to win the way that no one expects Kofi to win. And I think Daniel has put everything he can to convince everyone that it's got to be Kofi because it's going to take the new day to the next fucking level. Yeah, man, there needs to be a shield. It's, it's and good. if it's the new day, that would be awesome. I mean, it writes itself. It's just, but even then, like it just it, happened it, it, and it, they need to ride that wave. The feel good moment, the feel good moment. Yeah. Where there's all this violence going on and Kofi, who no one thought would, uh, who is a Jafakin Jamaican, <laughs> wins. And he puts the work in. That Elimination Chamber match almost had me in tears. That was so fucking good. And I, I that was think. was great, yes. Oh. I'm calling yeah. it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying it's going to be Kofi. It's Kofi. It's going to be Kofi. It's going to be Kofi. Everybody will be jamming uh, out to that music. Even even if oh Seth God. loses. And that's not even, even, if, not even the end, you know? Because there's the ladies' match. Yeah, the, 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 the women's match, yes. Uh, however, even if Seth loses and Brock retains, Kofi winning will erase all of the shitty feelings. And like, hell yeah. Kofi won. We saw it. We were here. We were watching it live. We were with our buddies. We were eating some good hot wings. That <laughs> happened. Hot wings, the, man. The, that wings. is the... Well, I'm making some hot wings. My my uh, my patented uh, 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 Super Bowl hot wings for uh, when I go to my buddy uh, Cody's house uh, on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, I already got them in the, in the freezer. Like, uh, I'm going to defrost them tomorrow night. And uh, have them soaking uh, WrestleMania wings. Uh, my homegirl from work gave me a uh, stein of fucking uh, moonshine that her old oh, man makes. Wow, yeah. That her old man makes. And if I don't care what happens in WrestleMania, as long as Kofi fucking wins, that is going to be the. Biggest WrestleMania moment in years. Jeremy Lynn. Hans, Lynn Sanity. Hans, Lynn. Oh, good. Good call on that, bro. Yeah. All right. Moving on. The ladies. The ladies. Now, before we get into the ladies, I want to talk about how it's a big deal that the women's the women's championship match three way winner takes all is the main event. Now, it's one of those things in my mind where you can think like, oh, yeah, they picked the women because they're trying to put women over and trying to make the women's revolution happen. Wrong. They deserve it. They fucking deserve it. Yeah, whether they're, they're women or men, whether w women or men, this is the most talked about, most anticipated thing that is going to happen other than Kofi. They deserve it. They built this, this up. This was not ha this is not happening because we're woke. This is not happening because we're PC. This is not happening because of anything other than the fans said so. The fans wanted it. 
The fans thought it would be amazing. And this this predates all of this equitable societal change that's going on. This is an organically good, good developed, mature move. And Their, that's, I don't. Their I just, throwdown on yeah. Raw the other night was amazing. <laughs> yeah, like like fighting the cops. They all get arrested. It's so cool. I want to buy. I, like I, I, I'm not sure if they made a Charlotte one, but you know they made the mugshot shirt of yeah. Becky. They made the mugshot shirt of uh, Rhonda. Do the do the trilogy so we can have the triptych and get all three and 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 let me save like twenty bucks when I order all three. <laughs> I want all, I want all three of them. Yeah, in the end, there's only one thing that has Ronda won or has Ronda lost any matches? Uh, no. Uh, I think that Ronda is the rumor on all the rag sheets is she wants to start a family and take a break. Okay, so. No, not at all. I mean, she deserves it. After everything that happened to UFC when she got suicidal, now she's on top again. She's relevant in every way imaginable. But at the same time, she doesn't need the belt to be over. That's, that's something you really have to consider every time yeah. you, that you're thinking about who's going to win uh, the strap. She Do they need the belt to get over? No, then don't give it to them because give it to someone, get someone else over. Why not get two people over? And if she wants to start a family, great. But at the same time, though, I think it's – I want it to go to Becky, but it's going to go to it's going to go to Charlotte. That's, it's going to go to – It's mm. she's going to be the first undisputed women's champion based on her legacy. Her She's one of probably the top three wrestlers in the world right now, up there with Kenny Omega. Charlotte. Charlotte, up there with Kenny Omega. She deserves it. She's got the legacy. Becky's already over. Why not continue the the feud until SummerSlam and and then Becky get both or just one? But at the same time, though, you got to remember that Asuka still deserves her uh, rematch, which they may or may not give to her. Uh, considering the, how they never give the, the good ones their rematch. Like Kevin Owens never got his rematch against uh, Goldberg. AJ never got his rematch. Uh, it, it's 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 kind of bullshit how they, they play with the rules, you know, pick or come. It's got to be – I want Becky to win, but I'm putting my money on Charlotte. Who do you got? Becky. Uh I, I think Charlotte is the okay. Ronda Rousey is a legitimate badass. A le- legitimate, perf- or like yeah, she's a real athlete. She's a real. She's a she's the real thing. She could right. defeat. She could you know if they if they if they turned the key and let her do it, she could defeat anyone that they put her in there with any time. That that Twitter stuff she said is totally legit, you know? It's all... It is. It's made up. We know it's made up. That's just it. I've seen some bullshit artists in there. 
They're performers. They're stuntmen. They're stunt performers. That's it. Right. That's what it is. But and but Rhonda is a real fighter, and she could she could get a submission out of anyone anytime. I guarantee it. Um, even out of the guys. Totally out of the guys. Absolutely. Uh, even out, even out of the guys. Um, bronze winning jujitsu master. He's a jujitsu master. Yeah, okay. uh, ju- no, no judo. Is judo? Is, uh, she won uh, bronze for judo, but yeah, oh, she, she won bronze. I, th- I thought you were saying Braun Strowman was a judo jujitsu oh. master. Okay, uh, so there's that. Charlotte is also an astonishing athlete. She is bred from an astonishing athlete. She is, I think, also the real deal. Becky I, before, is the the ladies Kofi right now, man. I mean, oh, they everybody the, wants to see it. I want to. Hell yeah, I want her to win, but I'm, I'm still going to put my money. If I was a betting man, I'd put my money on Charlotte, even though I want Becky to win. Yeah, I mean, they started this thing between Ronda and Becky, and then they added Charlotte, and it's like, what are you doing? Why? Well, obviously because... If if Rhonda wants to go for a while, they're gonna welcome her back. She makes money for this company, and uh, big money. yeah, seriously. So, yeah, make a big stink between her and Becky for a long time. Charlotte wins. Totally makes sense. One thing before we get wrapped up on our mania predictions, I want to talk about how they've created a new kayfabe. Yes, they're they're superseding kayfabe in ring on television because you can't do and say this sort of thing on television. You can't do a pipe bomb on TV no more. It's just they're just going to cut it. There, there's too much of a, a, a 10 second uh, delay, you know, because we missed a nip slip from Becky a couple weeks, a couple months ago. They're They're going to they're going to stop it if something's wrong and then fix it real quick. Right. But they're superseding kayfabe when, when they're making you believe it, when you don't realize that you believe it again, like a new tier to it. Does that make sense? When, when Rhonda sure. cut that promo, that cut that promo, it's all fake. And she's cursing on her, uh, like saying the F bomb, all that sort of stuff yeah. on, on, on her YouTube page. And then they have, the other people doing the same thing too. They're superseding the, okay, it's not on television, so we're not going to piss off our shareholders, but it's going to be on YouTube because all the smart marks are going to want to watch it. And it's going to make them so mad that they don't realize they believe in it again. And that is what's happening. All of a sudden you're believing in something, you know, that's not real on a different level. When McMahon comes out and starts making some racist remarks, oh man, and, yeah, and and or, or even like total line racist remarks, like oh he said this, he's a racist, he's McHitler. Now they're believing it, but it's Mister McMahon. <coughs> Who cares? But he did it on, he they they do it on social media platforms. That's not on on anything that's going to piss off their sponsors or their shareholders. And make us mad or in more engaged to the point where we're like, wait a minute, what the hell is going on? 
I believe in it again, but I'm not believing it in the sense that it's that's really real, but I still believe in it in a sense that I'm this much more engaged. Uh-huh. You're you're talking about it in a sense that you believe it or believe in it again. And that's genius to me. Yeah, okay. And it, it's it's not even well, it, it it's it's kinda like, you know, when Deadpool breaks the fourth wall? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not in that sort of sense, but it's parallel. When when Deadpool looked at you in the movie theater, cue the music. Okay. I loved it. He looked right at me. Oh, you know, I did, yeah. He, mm-hmm. he looked right at me. Ronda Rousey looked right at me and said, fuck the WWE. Fuck all this kayfabe shit. Fuck these people. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my hair braided. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't need their money. I don't need nothing. And that's where we're at. And they've developed a new level to it. And um, I'm I'm picking Charlotte, even though I want Becky to win. Because I think it's better for the storyline for Charlotte to win. You know, yeah, that's right. It's, be- it's best for business, you know, like they say. <clears throat> How long did we sit in those seats last year after Supercard? Super card of honor. That was many, many yeah. hours, and then we were at WrestleMania for like eight hours. Yeah, like six and a half. It was a long time, man. Yeah, I saw I saw Bob Backlund. Uh, I was like headed the can, and I see this guy in suspenders, and I like walk real quick and get in front of him. I'm like, hey, Mister Backlund, how are you doing? I'm fine. And then uh, we're going to the can again, and I see more Renault. Who more Renault? Yes, I am. Uh, my name is Joshua Michael. Nice to meet you. And I'm wearing my Joy Ryan shirt. And I'm like, hey, listen, I saw what happened to you, what happened with everything backstage when you were SmackDown commentator. That was fucking bullshit. JBL's an asshole. And he's like, well, that's really nice of you to say. And I can't wait for Dr. Manier <laughs> to come out. Uh, I just want to shake your hand. Can I get a picture? Oh, absolutely, sir. <laughs> absolute sweetheart. He, I marked out like a motherfucker. As fast as I could tell him, I know everything I can know about you that's on social media, and I love you. Please take a picture of me. And yeah, I took a picture of me. And uh, uh, meeting Moro, meeting Moro, the guy. I love the guy. Yeah. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. I'm pooped. You've got a you've got a, a a show to go to, right? Man, I don't know if I can make it now. It's almost eleven, eleven here where I am. I got a buddy in uh, in. Uh, Oklahoma City, who's got an album release party going on right now. Uh, he does a lot of synth wave. I really love his music. Um, he gave me permission to utilize it in different ways. His name is Mark Alexander McKeach, and he performs as The Lost Highway. He's got a Facebook page, probably other social media, and uh, you can you can check out his stuff on YouTube also, probably other ways as well. Um, his new album is out now and, uh, totally worth looking into guys. Um, and, uh, I don't know if I can make it down there now. It's an hour's drive in the middle of the night. I don't know when he's done performing. Yeah, just do it. I don't have anything I have to do tomorrow. I'm just, well, we gotta, we gotta record the, uh, Minefields episode issue, uh, 10 comics edition because we got, we got some good comics to talk about. We do. We have really good comics. It was an interesting week. We uh, branched out, got out of just the uh, Marvel end on my end. I'm I'm excited to uh, check out this thing that I'm even though I'm 
reading a non-Marvel, I'm still reading a Bendis book. Um, and I'm going to have to uh, check out everything else that pertains to his Jinx world at this point. Uh, yeah, we got to do the Walking. We got to do the Walking Dead minute. Uh, I've got uh, like three really kick-ass new indie comics that came out. Um, we got to talk about Conan. Um, yeah. Obviously, the new Amazing Spider-Man was H HD or H one or H- something. Like that. What do you call it? HU. There's a dot one HU. That was heartbreaking. Uh, we'll go into that. I'm actually I'm also rereading Civil War two. Because my son wanted to know why he had heard about Captain Marvel being a bad guy in a story. And I was like, it's not nice. exactly the case. Uh, you know, everybody thinks they're doing the right thing. There's just disagreement on what the right thing is. And then I was like, you know, I can't remember the last issue exactly how this all panned out. Just like the whole Battle World things. Like, I think I, mi- I missed reading an issue of that, too, to figure out what happened. And so... Uh, I'm going to reread these event books and uh, see what I think about them, other than the fact that Civil War II was definitely a cash grab. Uh, Plus, we got Green Lantern, Superman. uh, We got DC titles to talk about. Yeah. I'm reading. uh, Of course, we got War of the Realms, number one just came out. I got the the Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight. Um, We already already did that. We already did that one, by the way. No, this is the one shot? (laughs) Yep. Where did we do that one? What the hell? Like, like four weeks ago. What? This was a one shot. I thought this just came out. It was like four weeks ago, dude. (laughs) Oh, what the f? Now, because now I want to read the rest of it and see what the heck's going on. No, it's 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 amazing. Trust me. Uh, The the Batman who laughs and the Grim Knight. Everything that's going on with that is kick ass right now. I also got Animal Man by uh, Grant Morrison, book one. Oh, you get that you get that hardbound. Oh, I'm so jealous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I'm gonna work on that for a while. Uh, you know, I'll read that and get back to everybody. Um, guys, I'm gonna post on uh, the blog my official um, uh, WrestleMania wing recipe. My buddy Daryl, <laughs> God bless, God That's bless America. you. God bless you. I, uh, I I asked you, like, listen, you're from the South, right? Do you have a good wing recipe? And uh, the look in his eye told me, like, you want a black guy's uh, wing recipe? Yes, I would like a, a, a black person's uh, wing recipe. Thank you very much. <laughs> and he, he hooked it up. He hooked it up. Daryl, Daryl, bless you. You're, you're a wonderful guy. I'm sorry I've ever, ever talked bad about Kurt Angle. He's from Pittsburgh. And the first time we talked about wrestling, I mentioned I called Kurt Angle Kurt Anus, and he just looked at me and pointed me right in the face, finger of inch from my face. Blasphemy. <laughs> 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 like, okay. Talk some shit. <laughs> Alrighty then. For no, real. no. He, like, seriously, his wing recipe was money. Uh,. I'm going to post that on the blog for y'all, uh, along with this site, uh, with the, uh, with, well, not site, the, uh, this recording, uh, I, I don't got nothing else tonight, man. I'm getting tired. I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to work. Oh man. We'll do comics. We'll do comics tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll do comics tomorrow. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. What is, hey, what was, is this? Like a th- three hour recording? Pretty damn close. Two and a, two and three quarter hours. Yeah, and uh, I'll recap uh, everything because uh, we're recording tomorrow, and then on uh, later on next week we'll talk about uh, the Supercard of Honor, or not Supercard of Honor, the uh, G1 Summit. What's going on oh, at Madison Square Garden? Yes. 
and uh, the Impact shows and all the cool kick-ass uh, shows that are going on around New Jersey right now in, in New York as they post them. Uh, last night they had a good Lucha Libre. My, my homegirl uh, uh, Turnbuckle Chick is at. But, yeah, I'm, I'm done, man. Like, uh, you got anything else? No, man. No, no. Yeah, I'm going to get some Red Bull. Go, <laughs> go, go check out this show. Do it, man. It's worth it. Yeah. Uh, See if see if he'll uh, let us uh, play any of his music on our show, man. We absolutely it. will. Love I already it. asked him about it. He was like, "Yeah, you totally, totally." I'll just. I was like, "Yeah, well, I'll, I'll definitely cite you." So, all right, dude. Lead us out, bro. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. We really appreciate you tuning in. Let us know what you think. Let us know your WrestleMania predictions, your SuperCard predictions, uh, and we'll uh, we'll catch you real soon. Over now.